We're here for the first installment of 10 Minutes with the Boogeyman. How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Well, I'm still living. I still got a big beard. I respect that. The beard is an important aspect of our friendship. We talked about it a lot when we first met. We did, yeah. We 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 uh, we kind of bonded over how manly they were. Well, you stopped talking to me after I shaved it because I had to shave it for work, and then you deleted me off of Instagram and you deleted my phone number. I remember that did happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but you shaved that beard yeah. off, and I lost a little bit of respect. Well, I won't do it again because basically I took a uh, pay cut at work. I said, I'm no longer going to wear a respirator. So get me out of this dust mask because I'll never cut this beard again. And they respected that. (laughs) (laughs) So we were going to do this interview over Skype, but something happened. What happened? You know what, dude? Like I was having a day yesterday. Like yesterday, like I freak believe it or not. I don't know if anyone will believe this, but I'm a little bit unstable sometimes. And, and I had a little freak out yesterday. You know, I was trying to get my Skype working. It wasn't working. Like I could see the picture. There was no volume. And then, then they, then they could see me, but then they couldn't see me. And the conversation itself was stressing me out. And then they called me and I had the earplug in the wrong thing and they were static. And so that iPad just had to go, man. I just went flying across the room, hit the wall. That iPad's done now. We don't like it anymore. I think that that attitude reflects in your fighting style a little bit too. Yeah, you know, like they hit me a few times and we start going at it. And then sooner or later, I'm just, I have enough and it's just time to put that fight away. <laughs> Which happened in your WBO World Heavyweight Title fight? Yeah, the WBU actually. Yeah, the WBO. Okay. That's uh, that's a little bit bigger of a one, but yeah, the WBO. It was uh, it was a pretty entertaining fight. This kid, man, he was tough. Like it was, you know, I'm lucky because Zuchak, you know, like as soon as Zuchak says I can beat a guy, he's like, yeah, man, you can beat this guy. You're gonna do this. You do this. You know, and then I go, I hit up Uncle Ron. Like, I, I feel bad for Uncle Ron because I hit him up probably about 30 times a day. Like, Zuchek I'll grab for like an hour in the gym and then I get my Zuchek time. But like, Ron, like, I blow his phone up and like, <laughs> it's just madness, like all day long. He agreed, you know, Sarah agreed, everybody agreed. Like, they're like, man, you're going to win this fight, but you got to put in the work, right? And I was like, yeah, no problems. I took some time off of work. And, you know, we trained our butts off. We had a good game plan against them and then, you know, my favorite part of the fight is when the game plan gets thrown out the window and my corner looks at me and he's, they're like, turn it into a street fight. I'm like, dope, let's do it. <laughs> and, you know, like that's, that's basically what happened. I got a big cut and I could kind of tell, you know, like I knew we were in Quebec. I knew that it could go either way. Like, obviously, you know, most, most cities, they favor their hometown guys. Like Quebec's no different than Edmonton, this and that. And I knew he was a big deal out there, a local boy. And so I figured they would probably stop. They probably would have stopped that fight anywhere, to be honest with you. That was a pretty deep cut. And I was like, man, like, I need to finish this guy. I don't care if I die in this ring. Like, I'm just going to throw until it's over. Well, they'd work for you. Yeah, no, it was fun, man. I can't wait to fight again. Like, I'm just pissed at this cut happened. I was supposed to fight in April, and I was like, everyone's like, you can't fight. Like, you have to wait, like, 100 days or something. So I'm getting ready for June 16th, man. I'm pumped. Yeah, that's going to be a good card. That'll be in Edmonton, Alberta, right? Yes, it will be. It will be for KO. I actually talked to Mel the other day. She's pretty excited. I actually want to come out there 
and we're gonna do some sparring. You know, we got Stan, we got Big Brad out there. There'd be, you know, like that. That's my old gym, right? I used to train with Milan. Milan's the man. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I want to come out there and get some work in. Well, I've got some interesting news for you then, because I'm a relatively big guy. Yeah. And that's not news to me, buddy. I remember. I, <laughs> I'm not an MMA fighter anymore. Oh, you're joining the boxing ranks, are you? I have a four-fight deal, yeah. Amazing. Yes. So when you come out, let me know, and we'll, we'll get after it. Oh, beautiful, man. That's awesome. That's going to be exciting, man. So you're going to be in KO? Uh, nope. The other one, Dakota. Ooh. 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 Well, I don't know, man. You know, I'm going to have to talk to Mel in the lab. We'll see. You know, it could be a little rivalry, girl. Maybe they try to pit us against each other, fight to the death. Well, I'm I'm going to be a weight class lower than you. I don't think I want to bite that off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's uh, so you're going to fight Cruiserweight. Right? That's awesome, man. Good to see you. Yeah, we'll get some work in 100%. I can't wait. And I will be out in Victoria for that fight camp, too. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay, yeah, lots of work done. So you finally got onto Facebook. Yes. And over the last couple of days, your Facebook has been blowing up as well as your Instagram with you calling out everybody and their mother. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not done yet. I'm not done. I figured you weren't I done. Not, so no, I, not even close. I thought the fight for you at KO was going to be Tim Camelli. I heard that too. I would love to fight Tim. That would be a great fight. I was actually supposed to fight Tim, but then I took the Quebec fight, and I would love that fight. I want to get some work against the Southpaw. I don't know. He works a lot, right? So yeah. it's, it's going to be one of those things like, you know, that's really that's up to Mel. But he's been beating up everybody. Anytime somebody does that, like, that's my seat, that's my ring. I do the beat up, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I want to do that. Well, I'll beat you up. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to do that. I get to do the beating up, man. Like, no, nobody else. Like, you don't get to come in there and beat up my buddies. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I want to rumble that guy. Yeah, Tim, no, Tim took out Sal. No disrespect. He's good. Like, I'm not saying no easy fight, like, 100%, but it's like, Okay, you're on a hot streak. You're winning. You're knocking guys out. Like that's that's what I do. I'm a fight you. I guarantee it, and I'm a win. I don't guarantee the win, but I'm a fight you. I guarantee that. So the first gentleman that you called out, you you flew back to Quebec, took his yeah. took his rival his rival uh, sparring gloves, and you said you're going to work in them and then knock him out with them. That's correct. Yeah. Well, he made see a lot of people didn't know unless you were in Quebec City. Because it's pretty cool out there. I will say this. Like, I really love Quebec City because everybody out there follows the fight game. Everybody. Like, it's on TV out there, like, 24-7. Like, even if it's, like, friggin' point karate, it's on TV. So there's a huge following out there. And I would love to see that in Edmonton because I know it's been in Edmonton before. And I know it can be again if people get excited. And so I was like, man, like, I talked to Mel and I talked to Milan. And they're just like, they're like, yeah, start calling guys out. I was like... And I asked Zuchek, Zuchek's like, call everybody out, man. Like, you want to fight these guys? Like, no problem. And so I'm not usually the first one to pick a fight, but he picked it with me. He said in the paper out there, he said, I was so slow and he is so good, I wouldn't even be able to touch his gloves. So I proved him wrong. I flew out to Quebec City. I stole those gloves, and now I use them every day to train. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you yeah. happen to run into David Whittem out there? You know what, David? I did not see David because I have a problem with David too. <clears throat> I'm opposed to, but you know what? Let's call out David together because he trash talked me in a Facebook post like a year ago, and I forgot about it. Like after I fought, um, after I fought Edmonton, he was there. I think when he lost to Ford, 
Yeah. And my fight was to the MMA guy uh, after Victor Todd Stout. And he spelled my name wrong in a Facebook post in Quebec. And I was like, we have to, you know, he didn't even go back and change it. Like, he just spelled my name wrong. I think he did it on purpose, so. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to call him out for you. And you're going to knock him out. Well, that's happening. That'd be awesome. Yes. Oh, you're fighting. That's going to happen. Yeah. We're on a collision course. Uh, Dakota wants to do a couple fights first, and then me and David Woodham are going to get at it. Amazing. But what I'm going to have them do is I'm going to have them fly you in to be in my corner. I would love that. Yeah. That would be amazing. I'm excited now. Yeah. So you come on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is very exciting. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Let's do it. Yeah, we're going to hype this up. I'll send you the post. Okay. And you know what? I'll post it, and we can post it together, and then we're going to start on the David Widom, you know, with all due respect, calling him out. Well, there's, there's, yeah, I guess we can say all due respect, but I don't mean it. I have to, though, because you know what? Somebody called me on They're like, you're being really mean in a lot of your posts, right? Like somebody, like, you know, that I'm, I'm good friends with. Like, they're like, you're being really mean. And they're, you know, they're nice. And I was like, you know what? I was like, maybe if I just start saying with all due respect, I'm going to whoop on you and that you're trash. You know, it's not really that disrespectful. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. When you put all due respect at the front of it, that kind of works. Yeah. It's like if you say with all due respect, you can pretty much say anything. Yeah. So, also on your Facebook, there was a very long thread with Don the Moose Lewis, who is the president of whatever, of the WBU that you're the champion of. Yes. What's up? And it's terrible. It's terrible. You know, like, this this guy, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not huge into politics, not huge into this and that. Like, I understand how America is very polarized. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on down there. I don't like to get into it because usually the people you're arguing with and talking about are very uneducated about the subject. They're choosing, they're using their emotions to like try to prove their point. They're like, if I'm more aggressive and I yell at you more, like I'm right. It's like, you know, that's, I use logic and reason to kind of base my arguments. And so like when I saw some of these posts, I go, these are emotional posts. Like this is how this guy feels. And I was like, this is crazy. So I was like, I'm gonna tell everybody how I feel. And so I posted a video Cause here's the truth, man. Like I played football my entire life, you know, like since I was seven years old and I've played and that's allowed me to experience a million different cultures, you know, like t- people from all walks of life, from all places in earth, you know, India, China, you know, uh, I played with guys from Russia, Poland, like all kinds of different places, all kinds of different people. And it, you know, like we're all people, we're all trying to do the same thing. It's not like somebody, asked to be born a certain way or like you know like it's just people are who they are and they are they're from where they're from and either you can choose to learn from them and experience their culture and enjoy it or you can be hateful and write stuff on the internet like what like what are you talking about you know like that's crazy well we invited don to come on the podcast amazing and he said no 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 (laughs) i think he's i don't know like I had a couple of people ask if he had brain damage or something or something was going on because the stuff that he was saying was just like, it's like, where is this coming from? Like, why are you, like, we're in 2017 now? Is it 2017 or is it 18? I always forget. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, is like, you know, like, 
for someone to say that, and then I feel tied to that, you know, it, it was a huge disrespect to me, right? Like I, I was, uh, you know, it, it, football is the same as boxing in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's Hispanics, there's blacks, there's people from all walks of life and people should have the right to fight, you know, without having to face like prejudice and bias and all this stupid stuff that really like has no place in our society. Like it's craziness. And so like, that's why I said, like at the end of that message, I was like, look me up if you got a problem with that. You know what I mean? Cause I will fight whoever I do not care if you're racist and you want to like be, have like an all white box and this and that. Well, give me your guy, man. Like, let's figure this out. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I deal with my problems. I don't like write these like long narratives on Facebook to like get attention. Like I just go out and fight dudes that I have problems with. Perfect. Um, Which probably isn't the best way to do things either. But I do it in the ring. So. Yes, sir. Have you gotten any backlash from the WBU about your comments? A little bit, but to be honest with you, I don't really care. You know, like they're they're you know, there's a lot of talks of uh, vacating the belt, but here's the thing, man. Like, I don't care what the backlash is on that because for every negative comment I get, I get 10 positive ones, right? Like, I had a whole bunch of other sanctioning bodies message me, and they're like, we would love for you to fight for our title. You know, there's uh, there's a couple of Canadian title organizations that called me. There's, you know, there's uh, a few American ones, and people, for the most part, are, like, very supportive. And the other cool thing was is all the other title holders, uh, Brandon, Brower, Brandon Brewer, he's uh, uh, from LJAG Boxing, LJAG Promotions uh, back east. Mm-hmm. Him and his manager were actually the ones who sent me messages, and they're like, man, are you, are you in? Like, we're going to post something. And then Milan called me, and he was like, listen, man, like, let people know, right? We had like a long talk about it, and uh, you know everybody's on board. Everybody's against it. You know, like yeah. what does that say, right? Like, so it's, it's pretty cool. The post didn't make any sense to me. It being 2017 and all, and him being super racist. So yeah, it's got no place. Like you know, like we're past all that. Like look at all of Kayla's fighters, right? There's mixed races, there's black, there's white, there's Asian. Like who cares? Like what are we talking about here? Like. It makes no sense. Like so, for him to go post hateful remarks and political remarks and this and that, it's just like, man, like, yeah. why? What are like? What are you hoping to get out of this? Right? It's crazy. Well, Mister Boogeyman, we have one minute left, so the floor is yours to call out whoever you want to call out. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about a guy today because you know I was talking to Brewer, and they got a guy out there, Chris Norad. I think he's like fifteen and oh heavyweight guy. I think he beat Frank White a few times. I've watched him. I would love to go out to the East Coast and fight Chris Norad. You know, like I said, we've talked Simon Keane, we've talked Dylan Carmen. Now we're talking Chris Norad. That's who we're talking about now. So, you know, you can look for it on my Instagram. You can find out. I'm going to call Mel. Maybe we can get a Canadian title out here or something. I heard there's some talk of uh, Dylan perhaps vacating his belt. I don't know. Maybe he wants to fight me for it. I don't really care. You know, like, here's the thing, man. I need to fight every 12 weeks or I'm going to go crazy. So, you know, like, we're just going to line them up and we're going to figure out who's the toughest guy in Canada at heavyweight. And where can the fans find you? Fine. Fans can find me at Braidwood Boxing on Facebook at Adam Braidwood and on Twitter at Braidwood Boxing, I think it is. I'm not on Twitter too much because I just, I don't have that much to say. I just post pictures of me in my underwear. <laughs> and that's 10 minutes with the boogeyman.
We're back on another Thursday for 10 minutes with the Boogeyman. How's it going, buddy? The Boogeyman. <laughs> What's up, bro? It's going. Big, yeah. Big things happening for you probably pretty soon, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, I hear a lot of talk. You know, there's a lot of talk from Quebec, a lot of talk from Edmonton, a lot of things happening. So we have to figure this out quickly. Hey, what are you having? You got a shake? Bro, I got your shake right here. I'm about to make my shake too. It's good. So I got this lovely hat. And when I put it on, I get crazy. (laughs) It happens, bro. I get a little nuts. Weird stuff. Weird stuff comes out of my mouth. I say with all due respect a lot. Because then you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> so we had Jolina Mergenovic on yesterday. You sent us in some questions. World champ. Yeah. Yeah. May it was funny. <laughs> Did you get real embarrassed? <laughs> A little. I don't think she got embarrassed, but she thought it was hilarious and then kind of said you were like family. That is true. Yeah, I am part Serbian, I think, somewhere along the line. <laughs> You're part something. You're six foot four, six foot five, two 250 pounds of I don't know what. Whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be whatever I want, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so you always have somebody you want to call out. Have you called out everybody? No. No? No, it's just begun. You know, I got lots more hats coming. I have lots more things to say. You know, somebody kind of said something in the newspaper today. You know, I might have to address that. That's, that's coming from back east. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Simon Keene, has been, he said he has a surprise for me. And I don't see how you can surprise me. Nothing surprises me. And so, you know, I, there's going to be some upcoming videos. You know, I'm a little upset because, you know, there's a lot of banter back and forth on Facebook. And he kind of squashed it. He was like, hey, man, I got a lot of respect for you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, so we'll just stop this. Otherwise, I would have been relentless on him. And then he comes out in the newspaper and starts talking trash again, how he's got a surprise for me and, you know, maybe in the summertime. But, uh, you know, so me and him, got, we got we to figure some things out for sure. So, does this guy have a title, or is he a top contender of some sorts, or is he just some guy? He's ranked uh, number three in Canada right now. Very good guy. He's actually out of the same stable. He's training partners with uh, the guy I just won the title from. Um, So, we're all kind of in contention for that Canadian title, and, you know, hopefully move on to, uh, you know, other titles, you know, Commonwealth titles, things like that and really you know it's kind of like for me it's just like who's the toughest guy in canada man let's figure this out at heavyweight you know so he's a training partner of the what what was his name eric martel martel boali and that i really enjoy it we we had like a little thing going on on instagram as we were talking very nice guy simon keen on the other hand me and him we're gonna have some issues and they train with that bum david woodham probably too i yeah, with him, I'm upset with him. He spelled my name wrong. Like It was about a year ago, but I carried this stuff with me. And he was talking trash after I beat Todd Stout and said that I suck, but he spelled my name wrong. And I'll probably do a call-out on him when you announce you're, you're fighting him, right? Oh, yeah, that's happening. See, I don't really want to fight. He's pretty small, and, uh, you know, he's, he's more of a cruiserweight, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's more of a cruiserweight, but I am upset he spelled my name wrong. I would like him to, to address that. 
for sure. So what part of your name did he spell it wrong? Your last name? Yes. I'll hit him that many times, and then I'll put him out with the D. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the picture later, and, you know, like, you can see for yourself. He was, you know, I won my fight, but he, so he had no reason to say that I sucked, but he said it anyway. Oh, he said you sucked. Sucked, and he spelled my name wrong. That couldn't be any more rude. Right? And it's like, what did I do to you? And he didn't put with all due respect in front of it? <laughs> he didn't he did do it with all due respect, because then he could have said it. <laughs> <laughs> But as I'm set. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've seen a couple new hats come out. I've seen Papa Zujek. Yes. I've seen Auntie Sarah. The hats are reproducing. The hats really are the ones calling the shots. Yeah. So I don't get to decide what hats come out. The hats decide for themselves. And, you know, he just kind of showed up one day, and then, you know, all of a sudden there was Papa Zujek sitting up there. He's kind of overlooking everything kind of critiquing everything that i do it's a stressful situation you know like and uncle sarah and, or auntie sarah and uncle ron don't always get along and it's a lot of stress so we're gonna try to have dinner sometime this week i'll try to catch it on the gram or on uh, facebook and we'll see how that goes i'm gonna have everybody over for dinner i think just a big dysfunctional family yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do we have any more hats on the way there are lots of hats coming. Oh, God. Yes, lots of hats coming. Okay. There is. Send some hats out. Might get some, uh, you know, some people might be getting some in the mail. Might deliver some in person. Like this one. I did. I had to get, make a quick trip, a trip over to E-Town. I actually, a lot of people didn't know it, but I tagged myself. I was at Edmonton International Airport calling people out. You know, trying to get guys to fly in and fight me, and then I dropped off a dropped off a hat at the studio there for you, and you didn't even know it. Freaked me out. I was coming home from the gym, and I look at my mailbox, and there's this boogeyman hat hanging off it. I was like, "What in the fuck is happening?" Yeah, the boogeyman. He just you know creep up on you, right? Like sometimes, like it's. I gotta catch him sometimes. I take selfies, right? Boom, there he is. Boom, there he is, and I gotta post it, right? So you know, people I'm, know. What... Yeah, I've been getting a lot of compliments on it. Yeah, people like the boogeyman. Yeah. Well, who doesn't like the boogeyman? Fight, man. Like, I want to find out who I'm fighting in June. This is a big deal. I'm very excited. I was kind of hoping to fight that Tim Camelli guy because he's, he's roughed up a couple guys lately. And, uh, you know, I think that would be a good fight. I actually like Tim. He's a good fighter. And I want to fight a southpaw. So, you know, I want to see that. I want to see that fight happen very soon. I know Papa Zujak probably has a name in mind. Has he given you any names? Papa Zucha. Any names? No, you know what? He, you know, a lot of that is up to KO. Like, they kind of have these secret sort of, like, Freemason-type meetings <laughs> that I'm not really a part of. <laughs> like, obviously, you know, they come to me after and tell me what's going on, but I don't always know what is going on. Like, I just get on the internet and start calling people out, and then I they have their little Freemason meeting, and then all of a sudden I get the call, and that's that. Well, I, I, we were talking to Jelena yesterday, and I mentioned to her that I thought you were doing a fantastic job of of making a name for yourself um, in something that is hard to make a name in unless your name is Mike Tyson or um, Deontay Wilder or somebody like that. I think I thought you were doing a fantastic job. Thanks, man. There's, like, more to come. I think people just need, 
like to show their personality a bit. What I'd really like to do is I was going to get, uh, hopefully I, I still got some uh, contacts in the CFL with TSN and I'd really like to get like something started. Like let's do like a heavyweight tournament, the top six guys or something like that. And like, you know, let's do a feature on it. Cause there are some interesting people doing yeah. this stuff. I was in Quebec city and like a lot of the times when I'm in Edmonton, especially when Jelaine is fighting, like the media coverage and like the city gets behind it and it's exciting. Right. Yeah. And it's like, nobody, I don't think anybody really knows who the champ is. I don't think anybody really knows what's going on in Canadian boxing, but a lot of people come to the shows, you know, there's 8,000 people in Quebec city. Every time I'm in Edmonton, there's tons of tables. Like, you know, when Jelena fought for the world title, man, like that was crazy. Right. Like yeah. so many, there are so many different walks of life and people are having a good time. It's like a social thing, right? Like who wants to go sit in a bar every night and, you know, see the same stuff over and over again, right? It's like, okay, hockey, like, okay, we love hockey, but, you know, like, let's throw some boxing in there. Let's throw some, you know, different, uh, you know, different MMA shows in there and, like, show, like, you know, we're all Canadian talent, right? Like, we, you know, we're out there working hard and, you know, we're just like everybody else and, you know, like, let's get behind some of our athletes, right? And, you know, fights are fun to watch, man. Like, I, like we have exciting fights, bro. Like, we'll, I'm not going to disappoint. I'm not going to have no boring fight, I can tell you that. Well, if it's not a boxing match with you, it turns into a street fight. That is correct. Sometimes I go back to the corner, and when I got cut, Zuchek was like, get street. And I was like, yeah, we know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can kind of do it for, like, a bit, and then it's like, get street. It's like, okay. <laughs> well, it, it works for you. You're a big guy. Um, some uh, I felt that the, the Eric Martel fight, that that guy didn't quite hit hard enough. Uh, yeah, I think he was, uh, thrown off a little bit by my aggression and I, I don't think he could really like ever really get settled. Right. Cause I kind of, like, I kind of had a strategy. Like, I think some of it's just my personality. I was kind of like, he tagged me a couple times. I was like, no, oh, no, like not quite there. Cause he can't hit hard. Like he is a puncher. He's knocked some really good guys out. And, uh, you know, I think it just threw him off his game that I was always moving him backwards. I think it, it threw him off a little bit because I, I like, here's the thing, man. Like I enjoy the fight. I don't want to get in there and be like this technical defensive guy. Like it's like, okay, let, let's fight buddy. Like, you know, let's figure this out. Right. I'm not trying to get hit or take damage or anything like that, but it's like, you know, I want to throw hard. I'm going to sit on my punches. I'm going to like push you backwards. Yeah. We kind of fight the same a little bit. I don't like to go backwards. There's no point. Well. Well, there, there really is no point. Yes, when you have a beard, you move forward. Bro, you got to punch through the beard first. <laughs> yeah, the beard is strong. It protects your chin. What are you putting in that thing? Are you putting any beard oil in there? Use a little beard oil. You know, I get uh, I get a lot of attentions. You know, a lot of salons. A lot of people come forward with products that they'd like me to try. They smell really good. I use a shampoo. I use... Uh, you know, like I use uh, a special oil that, uh, you know, keeps it soft, right? I make sure it smells good and keep it trimmed. You know, you don't want to get, like, it's cool to have a beard, but if it stinks and it's out of control, it's just not really as cool, you know? Yeah. I've got a nice sponsor. Their their name is Dollar Beard Club. So they sent me some free shit. But I've also been starting to use 10W30 motor oil. Mmm. Rugged. Yeah. Good. It's got a good scent. It's not quite as thick as like a diesel oil, but it, it has a nice hold. A manly musk. You got it. <laughs> 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 Do 
So we're you're going to be going again June sixteenth. That's the date. June sixteenth. I want to come out there. They got some big boys out there. I want to spar. You know, you're a big Brad Switzer. He's like seven foot eight. You know, you got Stan. I want to get in the gym. You know, you got Milan. You got a lot, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good action out there. There's a lot of big heavyweights rolling around. I want to come out there and promote the fight a little bit. So hopefully, uh, you know, get some people behind us and uh, get some more people out to the show. Well, if you're coming down here, you're coming in studio. Oh yeah, we're coming in studio. Me, you, we get some work in. You got some fights coming up. Like, let's let's do it, man. Yeah, like if you wanted, you could stay here for a couple of days. We hit the boxing club here with uh, Roman. And uh, Mr. Cam O'Connell. Very good. Yeah. And then uh, maybe I'll roll up to Edmonton for a couple days and get in some rounds. That would be fantastic. So we're at the 10-minute mark. Like last time, I left you with one minute to say your piece. We'll do it again. <laughs> I just start ranting and like throw my hands up in the air like a crazy person. <laughs> no, I didn't throw my iPad this time. The iPad is okay. Right? So we could do this interview again next week on the same iPad. <laughs> Is this an iPad? Yeah, we got a new iPad, yeah. Oh, right, look this. at you go. Yeah, I might even get a computer, man. I can barely type or, like, I don't really know what to do on it, but I know how to post pics. <laughs> yeah, I like doing that. That's fun. All right. Rant for one minute. You got it. All right. Rant for one minute. All right. Let's... Uh, Let's talk about uh, let's talk about David Widom spelling my name wrong. Like, how do you go on the internet, Google search my name, and then spell it wrong when you make a comment on Facebook? Like, how does that happen? Like, I just I don't understand. Like, he had to have done it on purpose. Like, there's no possible way you could type in my name, Google search it. Like, all you had to do is cut and paste it. So either he's lazy or he's disrespectful. He did not write with all due respect that I suck. So clearly he means it. And, you know, as far as that's concerned, I really want to help you get ready to beat up David Witten. You know, like he's been around. He's a very experienced fighter. You know, now it's my goal in life to watch you knock him out. Well, that's going to happen. And I'm going to make them fly you out for the fight. And then we'll, you'll be in my corner. So front row seat. Hopefully you get his blood on your face because that's just satisfying. Right, and then we're going to get hats that say David Whittem sucks and spell his name wrong. Yeah, like David Shittem. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's 10 Minutes with the Boogeyman. guys we tracked him down again in his lair it's 10 minutes with the boogeyman how's it going buddy (laughs) where's all this stuff played man the feeds come up i don't understand facebook too much like i got the instagram figured out picture likes (laughs) you've got the instagram figured out yeah we're figuring out facebook a little bit i'm like oh man all these people are posting stuff i thought i could only read my posts then i'm like gonna go through everybody's stuff because i like people stuff like i like liking it Everyone's like, you like too many people's things. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I like liking it, right? 
Well, so for all the fake people, man, fake people will add you on Facebook, and I'm like, who is this? Like, they have no friends, no mutual friends, and they're trying to add me. They usually look like some like smoking hot chick, and then it's like I get suckered in. I'm like, ah, right. It's a huge disappointment. Uncle Ron gets upset. Yeah. So you had a dinner the other night. You had the I whole. You had the whole oh, family over. <laughs> yeah, nobody was talking. It was quite upsetting. Well, I feel like you served Sarah the wrong dinner. Mm. Yeah, you know what? She doesn't like anything, but I saw her eating popcorn the other night. She was at the movies Beauty and the Beast, so I was kind of wondering what she had on her popcorn. I'll tell you right now what was on it. Nothing. Mm. Yeah, water and dry popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get some more hats made, man, but I spend all my money, like, right away. I'll go buy tons of food at work all day, and then I'll go spend it all, and I'm like, oh, I got two more weeks till I get paid again, and it's upsetting. I need more hats. (laughs) (laughs) But they're half off right now. I'm going to send you a hat. Mm, I would like that. What kind of hat? Oh, you'll you'll see. Mm. So (laughs) we have a direct communication link at all times. Yeah, I would like that. I would like that very much. I'll wear it on TV. I'll wear it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wear it on the podcast. So who are these podcasts? I didn't even see the last one. Bro, you... (laughs) I saw the feed come up like a week later. I'm like, there's too many feeds. Like, now I get confused. And then I got to like, delete, delete. I'm like, oh, no, I deleted the one that I was on. (laughs) (laughs) So all the ones that you're on, you're in the title. Mm. Yeah, I'm tagged in it. Yeah. Okay, I figured that out. I'm like, I tagged in it. And I'm like, I don't know where I am, though. (laughs) This one will be up tomorrow morning at about 6 a.m. I'm going to post it. Yeah, that's when I do it, too. I'm getting up and make my shake. Yeah, that's when I do it. I, I make my shake. I sit down. I put my, my boogeyman hat on, get a little crazy. <laughs> Everybody wants to change the name. I like the boogeyman. What's wrong with it? Nothing. It, <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I can't wait till you guys see the new hats I got coming out, though. We're doing a snapback party. Like I'm going to do like a release of like three hats. Oh, it's all people in different provinces. I'm not going to say who. Oh. Exactly. Some of them are friendly hats. Some of them are unfriendly hats. There will be some beefing going on. Oh, this sounds fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good, man. There'll be dinner parties, but they're not going to be as civilized as the last one. Like last time, Uncle Ron, he behaved himself. Auntie Sarah was quiet. And I was like, you know what? This is why Uncle Ron left you, Auntie Sarah, because you behaved like this at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. So since we've been doing 10 minutes with the boogeyman, I'm getting a lot of comments on it and, and likes. Yeah. People I like are, people, <laughs> I'd like it if I could find it. <laughs> people are talking about you. Yeah, what do they say? What do they want with me? Well, first they want to know if you're a psychopath. Mm. You probably see where I live, and you, I do look like an escape mental patient for sure. Yeah. Second... Everybody's watching the fight where you won the world title now, and they're like, "Holy mm. shit!" Yeah, I like to scrap it. Yeah, so you're you're getting some new fans. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So I'm going to watch the fight June sixteenth. So you're going to be fighting June sixteenth. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing way out in Victoria, you're going to have a heck of a time selling tickets. Yeah, no, I need to come to Eat Town, man. No, you don't. Why? Because the Spice of Life podcast is going to sell your tickets for you. Shots fired. <laughs> Spice of Life. Boogie Man teamed up. Yeah. <laughs> K.O. <Kale> Box. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So if you guys want to get tickets for the June 16th fight, you can hit up the Spice of Life podcast or myself, and all the proceeds will go towards the Boogeyman. Boogeyman, get more hats. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told my buddy I was going to do some work for him. We are going to go do some uh, fall on some trees. And he's like, I was like, hey, I need to get paid this. He's like, are you going to put this towards more hats? <laughs> he didn't support it, though. I was like, yeah, obviously buy more hats. <laughs> How many hats do you have now? We have the Uncle Ron's. We have two Uncle Ron's. This is a limited edition. We got a little camo. Yep. Right? Not everybody. This is available to absolutely no one. And then, well, I don't know. I have a few people in mind who do want Uncle Ron hats that I would be willing to part with a few. And then I have an Auntie Sarah hat. I have a Papa Zuchek hat. And that's it right now. But I have, like, more in mind for sure. Like, I have a lot in mind. Oh, yeah. Some of them are like, you know, some of them are just going to kind of come to me, though, because they're hostile hats. And so, like, I don't make hostile hats. I make my hats that are my friends. Yeah. But then hostile hats, I feel like they're going to be invading pretty soon. Well, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. So you sent me a boogeyman hat. Mm. So I'm going to I'm going to get a bad guy hat made. Mm. I'm going to sprint out to Victoria because, you know, I can walk on water. Mm. I've seen you get out here fairly quickly, yes. Yes. And I'll drop that off. Mm. Now, I have I have one more question for you. Yeah. Did you get the shirts I sent you? I did, yeah. Dreger. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I should be wearing it, but I never wear a shirt. <laughs> That's cool. What one yeah. did what ones did he give you? Did he give you the black ones? Yeah, the black ones, yeah. Okay, perfect. I got some gray ones for you too. Just oh like, yeah, we like the gray ones. Like yeah. this. I do some work. Oh yeah, I like yeah. that. Dude, I, I, dro- I dropped water you on it. You know what I have planned? I have something planned. Because I, I text messaged Ryan Ford. He's my friend. Yeah. And I was like, man, I was like, I need to get him better shape. I was like, I had this whole thing I was going to write out to him. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do what he does on his Instagram page. <laughs> I'm going to post it. I'm going to try to do his workout. They're going to be so hard. Like, I don't want to do it. I was like, well, how much do you actually do? Because you only get to see like a minute clip. And he's like, he told me. And I was like, oh. I don't want to do all that. <laughs> this is going to be hard. He doesn't work hard, man. Yeah, he doesn't leave the gym. No. No, <laughs> he doesn't. I train pretty hard, but, like, he's doing extra stuff. Because I got to work all day, and, like, he's he's good, man. So he just gets to fight all the time, and he's good at, like, what he does, right? And so it's like, I'm like, man. Like, I was, like, looking at the outside of the rain last night. I had this, like, video planned. And I was like, would Ryan Ford run on the rain? I was like, yes, he would. <laughs> Adam Braidwood wasn't going to do it last night. I was tired. <laughs> so I got to change that up. So I'm going to see what he posts every day, and I'm going to try to do that. <laughs> just copy it for like the minute and a half. Yeah, I'm just going to copy it, and then I'll be like, you know, two-time world champ like he's about to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have we heard anything from Simple Simon yet? A little bit, yeah. I do have a little tidbit. Ooh. I actually had a translation. Where's all this water coming from? Oh, it's coming from my beard. I'm combing my beard and my phone's all wet. <laughs> uh, yeah, he. I actually have a spy out in Montreal, or in Quebec City, believe it or not. Oh, nice. I have a spy, and she translates. Well, it's, it could be he, too. I'm not going to give up who it is. Well, it's probably David Woodham. Yeah, I don't name names. And, uh, yeah, she said in the translation. I'm not going to find it right now because I don't know. But uh, she said that he's excited to fight me. He's doing a fight, I think, in April. And he's excited to fight me, and he has a surprise for me. Okay. So I have a surprise for Simon. (laughs) 
and it's going to be a lot better than his surprise. I can guarantee that. I've been watching a lot of film on him. I'll say this, very talented fighter, boxer, but the boogeyman, he's going to put that undefeated record to the test. (laughs) Well, it's just going to take one right hand. Yeah, we throw right hands, left hooks. Yeah. Yeah, we rip. I like to rip. So it's like, I'm not much of a boxer per se, but I can rip. (laughs) You you like to make it street. Yeah, we get street. Yeah, as you try to go to the corner and say, get street, bro. (laughs) I'm like, nope, let's do it. (laughs) So we had uh, Cam O'Connell on today. Very good boxer. Yes, I've watched much of Cam. He had some very nice words to say about you. What did he say about me? He said, ever since he started listening to 10 Minutes with the Boogeyman and he's seen your last fight, that he is your biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. Scientific scientific evidence that it increases your boxing skills to listen to me on the Spice of Life podcast. Probably your MMA skills too. <laughs> maybe who knows yeah yeah no i just like the rip man i went out to quebec city and i was like what's up man like let's get this fight like let's get this party started like everybody's like oh this all serious all right, this that nobody cares when you get in the ring man it's like it's time to go so that's all i want to do i just want entertaining fights it's fun right yeah you seem amped up today yeah, I'm always pretty amped up, right? But I did uh, I did dip into the Red Bull a little bit today. Uh-oh. Long day at work. You know, I didn't sleep that much last night. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try a Red Bull today. And uh, that kind of got me going <laughs> at about lunchtime. And I've been just, you know, kind of like this for the whole day. But I'm usually like this pretty much all the time. Like I work, I get up at 5.30. I go to work till about 4. I come back and I do the Spice of Life podcast. And then we're going to have the shake. And then I'm going to head immediately to the gym for two or three hours and yeah, I'm going to check out what Ryan Ford was doing today. Hopefully, it's not too crazy. Hopefully, he didn't post anything and then I just don't have to do any cardio or anything. <laughs> Hopefully, like playing soccer or doing whatever he's doing, it doesn't post his workout. Because now, if he finds out about this, he's going to juice it up and he's going to, like, yeah, he's going to kill me. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he listens to the show. Of course, he does. But hopefully, he doesn't hear it before the end of the today, so I don't have to do anything tonight. Tomorrow, I can handle. Tomorrow, I'll do whatever he's doing. He won't hear this today. Okay, good. I promise you that. Okay, good. I thought, I thought you were super hyper because you had something to say. You got, it looks like you have something on your mind. The white Bengal tiger, Dylan Carmen. I can't even watch Big Brother now. You know, this guy's been ducking and diving me, pretending to be sequestered, pretending to be on TV like he's some movie star. I might have a post prepared for this tomorrow. You know, I might be, I might get back on the white Bengal tiger. <laughs> you know what I have been doing? I've been watching a lot of old wrestling clips, and that's kind of been getting me fired up. You will watch the likes of Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I like him. You dig it? <laughs> yeah, he's always drinking a lot of coffee. That guy. He's crazy. Um, if I could recommend the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, yeah, I've watched lots of Ultimate Warriors. Like, this guy sported and the blood rains down. <laughs> Planes crash. The white Bengal tiger, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. He's doing it big. Well, the Ultimate Warrior was so cranked up on steroids, I don't think he had any idea what he was talking about. No, he had no idea. And lots of coffee, from what I understand. <laughs> they drank a lot of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking in pretty good shape right now. You look ready to rumble. You know, I stay in the gym. You know, it's something I, I really enjoy. You know, even if I'm not training like too, too hard, I'm always working on skills. You know, sometimes it's weird because I'll be working 
at a less intense rate, but I'll be in there longer working on these skills. Because like boxing is about fluidity, and I take it very seriously. And I love learning. You know, Uncle Ron is in there, Papa Zuchek, Auntie Sarah. You know, we have, you know, brother Sexy Alexi. Oh, that might be a hat. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good hat. Yeah, you know, and I get to go back to Vancouver, and like it seems like you know, like everybody's pretty pumped. You know, like I'm having fun every 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 place I go, man. I just jump in the gym, get some work in. There's always people there. You know, I got all my training partners out here. I think we might get Nick Dreger on the show. Nick Dreger is going to come on the show if he ever fucking narrows down a time with me. Yeah, no, Nick Dreger. No, I'm talking about he's coming. Yeah, oh, he's going to be good, man. Like that's one of the guys I work with pretty much every day. Yeah, Nick's good. Nick's good, and he's intense. I think the people of Edmonton would really like to see him scrap, man. He's good. Yeah, Nick is like camping. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he'll stay all over you. Yeah, intense. Yes. <laughs> he hits hard for a little 145-pounder, too. I was holding, uh, I was holding the, uh, the punch shield for him yesterday, and he kind of ripped into my body a little bit. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm scared, bro. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got one minute left. I give you the last minute. We got it back. Hey, guess who added me on Facebook? David Whittem? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he added me. He must clearly have short-term memory loss because, you know, I did. I accepted the friend request, and it was more for, like, inside information, counter intel on what he's doing, you know, other oh. than, like, a simple friend request. Huh. Mm. He tried to add me on Facebook. I gave a prompt no. Ooh, you went with the hardcore no. Yeah, I don't. That, that he dilutes my friends list. Mm, yeah, you can't have that. Yeah. What are we gonna rant about today? I don't know. I I feel like you got something. I thought you were gonna go off on Dylan Carmen a little more. Um, I'd like to go off on all these guys personally. So that's maybe what we're gonna do. Okay. Because here's my thing. Okay, we're we just gonna start the rant right now. Yeah, go. Can I pretend like this cone's a microphone? One hundred percent. Okay, so here's my thing. I'm saying this with all due respect. You know, I want to get some fights hyped up. A lot of these guys, it appears to me, you know, see dollar signs in front of the heavyweight division. And I understand that, you know, like I want to make money too. And I like, I enjoy it. And I love to fight. I love an exciting fight. But that's not really the point of all of this. The point is, is to fight the top level competition. So there's guys coming up that have been hanging out in the top five for quite some time. And I understand they're building their records. They'll probably get to 20, and 0, and then, you know, maybe get a big money fight. But, you know, like in Canada, nobody knows who these guys are other than in their hometowns. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, let's get TSN involved. I have some, I have some friends, you know, and hopefully they can pull some strings for me and some CFL guys, maybe get TSN involved. We start getting some of this, like, on video, show these guys training. Let's get this hyped up, man. Let's figure out who the toughest guy in Canada is. Like, why not? Like, why is no one responding? Like, at least say something back. Like, at least acknowledge the fact that you know who I am. You know, like, don't... You know, a lot of these guys, they want to be actors and movie stars. And, like, they have these delusions of grandeur that they think if they win 20 fights, they can fight for, like, 100 million. All of a sudden, they're going to be fighting Klitschko or something like that. If you don't test yourself early on in your career, you will never get to where you want to go. I took this last fight. Everyone thought I was going to lose, you know, and I understand that. Like, I'm pretty new to all of this, but it's like, you know, like I put myself out there. I don't care. 
you know, I drop my hands. I take a few shots. Like I go until I can't really go anymore. And a lot of these guys, they don't have that mentality. Like when it comes down to it, we are gunslingers and like, let's figure it out. Like, let's not play it safe and just like beat up on nobody's all the time. You know, like there, there's a few guys I have a lot of respect for. And I actually, this cool thing about social media, I was like, not for it for a long time. And now like I reach out to guys and like, I'll just like, I'll see guys that I probably won't fight. They're young. I, hungry up and comers and stuff like that and i'll just show them a mess i'm like what's up yeah you know like what's up with you <laughs> and they always just walk back they're like oh that's cool man i was checking out your page like you know like let's get some work in right let's meet up these pretenders man like don't defend your title once every year and a half you know if it was up to me i would literally i would fight every month and like not every fight has to be tough like we all have to work on our skills but like let's at least address this that these fights need to happen Let's figure out who the toughest guy in Canada is, and then that guy can go fight in the U.S., or he can go fight in the Commonwealth, and then, you know, like, then we get, like, actual top-level quality fights, and guys aren't ducking and diving, ducking and diving, and then, you know, we get the big drama show, you know, and then we all get to stay in the gym, we all get to train, and we all get to fight each other, and it's fun, it's exciting, like, the fans want to see this, like, fans don't want to see you KO a bunch of, like, soup cans, you know, for 20, 30 fights, and then you act like you're some big champ, like, I know I'm nothing. You know what I mean? I know these guys in the top 25, they're serious dudes, you know, and I got to work to get there, but I ain't going to get there by beating up bums. You know, like my first fight back, I fought PMAC. He was number three in the country, you know, a no serious pro, you know, probably not a true heavyweight. You know, I fought tough MMA guys, you know, with 20, 30 fights, fight UFC guys. I fought world rank guys. I fought guys who fought around the world for world championships, you know, freaking Eric Martel fought uh uh what's his name joseph uh, brown um lucas brown who's an absolute monster that guy is in australia you want to see a serious monster the guy's about six seven ko and everybody and martel stepped up and fought him guys like that that's what i have respect for you know guys who want to see the big fight so let's make this happen simon keen dylan carmen you know like i want to fight dylan and my goal is to fight dylan in probably december in edmonton you know, mm-hmm. like, let's bring a big championship fight, heavyweight fight out there. I understand he's on Big Brother. He's a movie star, like, whatever, man. But get in the gym, man. I'm watching you on TV, bro. You're not training. You're not eating healthy. You're not doing the right things. I don't ever stop training, bro. You have to train, bro, every day, man. Train, 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 bro. You know? You got to train. What are you, what are you looking at now? I think there's a deer outside my door. <laughs> no, it's just a big dog. Oh. <laughs> All right. That's your rant? Yeah. All right, guys. That's 10 minutes with the boogeyman. Another episode with 10 minutes with the Boogeyman. Boogeyman. <laughs> What's up, dude? It's still kicking it, man. Just training, yeah. doing the podcast. You got, a, you got a big fight coming up, yeah? Yeah. Sweet. But I don't know if it's big, but... Every fight is big, bro. I guess, yeah. It's the same. Everybody everybody is the same. It's the we, same thing you gotta go through. We wanted with him. Yeah, it's good he's not fighting <laughs> for him. 
Yeah. I I would hit him one time. Mm, it'd be, it's not good. People die in boxing. It's a real thing. Well, now that I'm over with a boxing trainer, the difference between boxing punches and MMA punches are yeah. very different. Yeah, who are you training with out there? Roman. So Cam oh, yeah, yeah. coach. Yeah, Cam's guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's good. Yeah, Cam. He's good. Very good, yeah. So, so it's it's been interesting to see because I hit hard for MMA, and now to generate the power over to a boxing punch, it, it's kind of yeah. scary. Hips, yeah. You throw your hips into it. Everything goes into it. Yeah. yeah. How's training going? It's good, man. It's good. It's like uh, it's frustrating because I can't spar just yet. Like I put on all my stuff, and like Sarah was like, no. You're not sparring yet. Just because, oh. like, my eyes like, pretty much better, but there's still, like, a little bit of scar tissue in there. Yeah, it just takes so, one like, shot. Yeah, and it could pop open, and it's like, you know, I can't go much longer without fighting. So it's like, I got, I think it's like 10 weeks right now until June 16th, something like that. Yes. Like 10, nine, 10 weeks. So, like, I, all I need is, like, six weeks of sparring, right? That's it? Yeah. But it's going good. What's that? I said that's it, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, my thing is, is, like, I've just increased the cardio. I try to do what Ryan Ford does, but it's a lot. And so I go after my workouts, like, last week, I went and ate a bunch of baby food because <laughs> I was, like, so hungry. And so I went to the store, and I was like, hey, I got, there's no shakes here. I don't want to drink, like, a milk or something. I was just, like, a bad choice before you do cardio. So I saw this baby food. is like, sweet potatoes. Like they had like a protein one too, and so I had two baby foods, <laughs> and it worked. I was like, I put it on my story on Instagram because I just go crazy on my story sometimes. Like I won't do anything for a while, then I'll just get in this thing where I have like twenty weird things happen, and I'm like, I record this, gotta record this, gotta record this, and then like yeah, I was like, yeah, hey, I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna do this rowing exercise that Brian Ford sent me. Boom! I, I was like, I got nothing to eat, so I can eat baby food. So if anyone thinks this is a bad idea, call me right now because I'm about to do it. <laughs> And then nobody called. L Jack boxing, Brandon Brewer, he sent me a message and his dog said, eat the baby food out of it's okay. <laughs> I don't see why it would be a bad thing. It's already half broken down. Mm-hmm. But I just, you never know. I've been going a little bit crazy with the memes lately. Mm, the memes are unbelievable. See, I have like this like stack of memes from you that are just amazing. <laughs> and like, I have to put, uh, like, I have to be very careful because I got to put them away. Like, I, I don't know anything about Instagram. Like, I just post stuff. So I'm like, hey, you're going to lay off Dylan Carmen for a little bit. And then so I'm going to put some away. But it's like when I'm going to hit them, like, I think I got a video coming probably this Ooh. weekend. And then I'm just going to go off on Dylan a little bit. Because, like, I don't know, man. He's on that Big Brother show. And, like, he is not representing Canadian boxing or athletes very well. Well. In general. Like, he's smoking. He's, like, I don't know. He's muscling guys. He's <laughs> smoking. Time. I, he looked like he was smoking in that video in the hot tub or whatever. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, he was by a hot tub or something, and he was hanging out. And is that... He was like... What? Is that is that show filmed live? Well, no. He's in. He's being sequestered right now, I think. That's why he hasn't responded, I hope. Or he was just ignoring me. Well... Ignoring us. Bro, I've which been... Which is put, a possibility. I've been putting up so much Dylan Carmen stuff lately, because it's hilarious, yeah. for one. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't know if he was able to reply or not. But now that I know that he's like, he can probably he sees it. 
I'm sure he dies, like, because I, I don't think they're sequestered, like, cut off from the rest of the world. I think they're just, like, probably being somewhat monitored and coached. I don't know. I'm not a TV star. I'm not an actor. I don't care. Well, <laughs> neither is he. No. No. He's, like, overweight. Like, I don't know, man. He, he's got to defend that title, man, because that's not fair. Like, that title, like, George Chavala, like, when I think Canadian title, I think George Chavala. Yeah. Fights guys like Fraser, Ali, like, represents Canada. Like, okay, like, who is a tough guy? Like, Canada's got some tough freaking people. Yeah. You know, like, straight up. Like, we are tough people. And it's like, why are we being represented by a guy who's making us look bad on Big Brother? You know, like, I will fight the top guys. Like, trust me, it'll happen. Like, it's, it is a business. We have to do it properly. But I want him, you know, mm. like, straight up, man. Like, I will win the next fights. And then, you know, like, whenever Mel calls me up and says, hey, you're fighting here. I've had a bunch of promoters ask. And, like, I'll unify the Canadian titles. Like, there's the NBA. Like, there's all these different titles that it's, like, guys are winning them and then not, like, fighting for a year and a half. Like, that's crazy. Now, isn't there a mandatory title defense type of thing? I'm not sure how it works with the Canadian one. There is with the American ones, like the WBU. I have to. I have 120 days. I can ask for a 90-day extension, which I might depending on what happens with the Canadian title. Because I'd like to fight for a Canadian title before Christmas yeah. or or a title before Christmas. Like, I'd like to do, like, some six-rounders, some eight-rounders, some ten-rounders, and then do a 12-rounder. Because it's like, you know, I work full-time. And so it's like, you know, for me to do anything over an eight-rounder, I have to take a month off work. Yeah, you so got to get that cardio in. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be worth it financially, right? So, so I, I was talking to Mr. Ford yesterday about um, okay. money in boxing. So he was telling me that for him to go out, if he won a WBC title, yeah, and he was he, he would go to defend that, it'd be an automatic two million dollar payday. That'd be nice, like a like, <laughs> like big money, like, like big yeah. drama show, big drama show, yeah. But no, it, it is good, man. And like, here's the thing, like, I think personalities sell tickets, and he's got a great personality. Like, he's a fighter. Like, if anybody is like. When I think of a fighter, like, what has he done, like, 50, 60 fights? Like, he's a tough dude, man, like, straight up. Like, I would, the way he trains and the way he lives his life, like, good luck fighting him, man. See you later. Like, he'll he'll take you into deep water and he'll drown you. Well, he beat up the Canadian champion at a weight class higher than him. Exactly. Made the guy quit. Easy work. Mm-hmm. It was easy work for him. He's beat an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. And he's obviously a, a multiple-time MMA champion. Yeah. So he, yeah. he's one of the baddest dudes in Canada, if not on the planet. Oh, yeah. Straight up, man. He's right up there, dude. He's tough, tough, tough guy, man. Durable guy, right? Like, fighting every month like he does, like, I would love to do that. It's, uh, you know, it's it's impressive, right? That's how he feeds his family. So, like, every time he goes out there, he's like, you know, he's going to lay it all out on the line. Trust me. Ooh, he has to. He has no choice. Mm-hmm. No choice. Yeah. So, I think we have to lay off Dylan Carmen a little bit because I think Not he's... Not really. No? <laughs> no. No. We'll let him breathe for a little bit before we put the, before we step on his back again. But no. No, you give him like a little bit of hope for a little bit. We'll never lay off him. Like, well, it's obviously... he bites me, bro, it's on. I it's going to keep rolling. But he's <laughs> okay. He's not going to yeah. fight you June 16th or June 15th or whatever it is. No, 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 no. He won't be ready for then. He'll make some excuse and like, like here's the thing, man. I love to train, 
bro, and I'm in the gym every day, six days a week. That's just the way it is. Like, I'm not always going crazy, like, but I'm working on technique. Like, I love being in there. And a lot of these guys, they think that they already have the skills to beat anybody. They're like, I already know everything. And it's like, man, like, boxing is so complicated. You look how fighters at the highest level make adjustments in their next fight. It's not like they didn't have those. It's not like they didn't, like, train hard enough for the original fight. They just didn't have those skills perfected yet. Yeah. It's like dancing. It's like this, man. Like, I always, like, because I coach football, right? And so, like, these young men, I go, listen. They're like, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? Well, I go, I'll show you how to do it. But now it's up to you to do the repetitions. I go, I, I can show show you. I go, how much money do you think LeBron James makes? They're like, oh, 100 million, whatever. I go, okay. I go, I can show you how to shoot a free throw. Can you shoot a free throw like LeBron James? No. I go, no, that dude is in there before everybody gets in there, I bet, shooting free throws yeah. all day. 100 million bucks. I go, and you guys don't make nothing. So if you guys aren't drilling this stuff every day, you know, then you're nothing. You know, yeah. like you're kidding yourself. You're never going to get to where you want. Yeah. That's just reality, though, with any sport. Yeah. We like that. That's what we like to do. Yeah. So we we've been we've been kind of harping on three names. It's been Dylan Carmen, mm-hmm. Simon Kern, oh, Simon Keen. Yeah, Keen. Well, He's fighting see, actually right now. See, that's how much I don't care about him. I have some spot. <laughs> you don't care about nothing. You're a nihilist. <laughs> <laughs> I have somebody undercover. I have undercover spies in Montreal. Uh oh. I do. <laughs> I have several sources in the province of Quebec who feed me information. So his fight's actually being videotaped for me right now. And uh, I actually, out of all the guys that I call out, I think Simon's probably the best. I yeah. think he's a very tough guy. I yeah. think he stays in the gym. And I got a lot of respect for him. So that's why we have to fight him. <laughs> we like fighting tough guys. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things that should happen. I think it should be a big fight. Because here's the thing, man. I was talking to Zuzek yeah, uh, last night. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's like, man, like, you guys, like, you look at American boxing. Okay, Gerald Washington just fought Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Deontay's in good shape. You know, he's very talented. He's got a lead right hand. He's got, like, 37 or 38 KOs. Like, very dangerous guy. Gerald Washington, you know, he looks like a guy. Like, he's, like, a very talented boxer, very skilled. But he goes, when you and Simon Keen match up and look at each other, you guys are both huge. You're both in shape. You can both chuck. He's got an extensive amateur career. I got a, an extensive professional football career. Like, why are people not going to talk about this? Like, TSN needs to get involved. I know you guys are going to have my back because that's just the way you are. Yeah. But this is a super fight. Like, we're well, he's going to chuck, and everybody knows that I'm going to chuck. And it's like, why isn't this a hyped-up fight? Like, this needs to be, like, a main event pay-per-view for a Canadian title at the very least. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to fight him in a six-rounder or an eight-rounder. Like, like, me and him need to fight on a big stage because that will get people into People will look at us and be like, you know, here's two guys, 6'5", 250 pounds, in good shape, and they're going to trade. Like, that will be a good fight because I know he's going to come to fight. I know I will. So I want to see that fight. On a big stage. Yeah. Why not? Oh, you know who no. just walked by? What do they want with me? What's the boogie child? Boogie child. <laughs> we like the boogie child. He's lurking around back there. People love the boogie child. Everyone asks if it was my kid. I was like, no. no. I'm not responsible enough to have a child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, 
She used to go over there feeding her cat. Yeah, we like cats. They're nice. You like cats? Yeah, they're okay. Hmm. I feel like you're more of a dog guy. Yeah, I would never like, buy a cat, but cats are pretty funny. Like, I have several friends that are very close to me who have cats, and I enjoy like their interactions with their cats. Like, they're obsessed with their cats. And they're yeah. pretty funny because like that, if that cat was bigger, it would eat you. It doesn't care about you. <laughs> That's reality, though. Like this cat in the morning, he attacks my leg. Yeah, he doesn't care about you. If it was bigger, it was, that's all it thinks. It's like if I was bigger, I'd eat, eat you and kill you. Like, if I die in the are... if I die in the house, he's yeah. eating my face. Yeah. Oh, for sure, with pleasure. Yeah, fuckers. <laughs> Let's talk about the cursing. Yeah, we can't curse. We can't I curse. Yes, yeah, I have some kids like who follow my website. Like I met with somebody. They're just a friend, and they were they're like, man, like I, I checked out your Instagram, and like your shirts off a lot. You're threatening people all the time. You wear these Uncle Ron hats. And they're like, it's awesome. But they're like, don't swear. Oh. <laughs> they're like, you have kids who are coming across your stuff. And I was like, hey, that's true. You know, like, I can't swear. I can't get, like, too crazy. That's why I do it on my story. I like the stories on there because then I know they're gone too. <laughs> yeah. You're, um, there's a lot of people that do stories on Instagram. And they're, like, 14 pages long. Yeah, I don't do that. I try to get, like, five or six. And then it's like, okay, that's enough. It drives me nuts. Yeah, it's too much. Way too you know, much. One picture, two pictures a day, one video. You know, like, people got things to do. This is like an age of, like, right now, like, be fresh. The booty child. Just right there. Yeah. Looking at I'm me. Lurking. Yeah. You want to say hi? No? You scared? All right. Yeah. She's only six. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, we like her work. We do like her work. It's good. Mm-hmm. Best, best call out of all time, probably. It was a great call out. Yeah, I still got that one. That's a good one. I Just like keep one, using right? that one. It's perfect. Yes, correct. So, Tim Camelli, any noise from him? I think he's got to work. Yeah, he's scared. He has to work. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Schedule change. Is there Come. is there is there an opponent for June? Not yet. I was actually like I harass Mel on a regular basis and like send her like a string of like twenty texts and like four of them are questions and then like. You know, I just got to get it out there sometimes, and Mel's one of those people who listens. And then, um, not really. Like, I want to fight somebody. I want to do, like, a boxing match. <laughs> as weird as that sounds. Like, I want to, like, box. I want to, like, showcase some boxing skills. Okay. You I don't, don't want a guy to come in and just try to, like, who only has, like, limited skills. Like, I, I kind of want to see where I'm at a little bit, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, just, like, learn something from it. It'll be fun. We've seen you brawl. Yeah, I can brawl. Everybody knows I can do that. We've seen you go street. I do go street. Yeah. (laughs) That's fun, though. Like, that's like, okay, like, what's up, man? Like, Because here's the thing, like, it's a dangerous sport, if you want to call it that. It's like, we're basically gunslingers, right? Like, I've done a lot of reading. Well, not that much. I did some. And, like, everybody said, oh, this is war, this is this, this is that. Well, not really, because, I mean, I don't think most guys go in there and are like, I'm going to kill this guy. (laughs) You know, like, I think if that actually happened, you know, like, look at Sergei Kovalev. Like, he didn't even box for, like, a year and a half after he killed that guy in Russia. It's true. And, like, that was a hard thing for someone to deal with. Like, people do die in boxing. We're more like gunslingers because here's the thing that a lot of people don't know about gunslingers is you try to go out there, but you wanted to face that guy again. 
And so you're just trying to like maim him. So basically, I'm just trying to maim people. <laughs> I'm not trying to kill them. <laughs> because I, I want them to keep fighting so they can get better and then maybe we'll fight again. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, but sometimes you play for keeps. And if I got really pissed off, then we play for keeps. <laughs> Are you still watching wrestling videos? I haven't had a lot of time, man. Like, it's really annoying. Because, like, I feel like I could be, like, when I'm working, like, my time could be better served watching wrestling videos. (laughs) Like, I I was dying. I watched the Macho Man call for his wife the other day. Elizabeth! (laughs) Elizabeth, will you marry me? I was like, oh my god, this guy can't even talk. He's like so like messed up. Like he did this one interview and he just like Hulk Hogan standing there. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, like everything the Macho Man said, he was like, Yeah, like he couldn't say nothing else. <laughs> like the Macho Man. I think like, these guys are so high. Like they can't even talk and like Macho Man's like this. He's like that facial feature only comes from like one thing like come on macho man's funny Mm. uh ultimate warrior he just talks nonsense oh yeah he gets like he's right off it like his brain pathways got rerouted and so like he was just speaking from like straight instinct like i don't think what people realize it's like the names that these people came up with were unbelievable. Like, what do you say? Like, oh, Hulk Hogan, the white bengal tiger. Like, what is a white bengal tiger? Like, what is it? Okay, steamboat. Steamboat. Like, but it sounds cool when they're saying it. But I was like, they just, like, this is a steamboat. Like, like, what are these names? Like, they mean nothing. That's what the boogie child called Dylan Carmen. The white bengal tiger. The white mangled tiger, brother. <laughs> just all the hand movements, and they're always like grasping at something and like crushing it. Yeah, and then like, and then they give like random flexes, and just like these guys are unbelievable. So like, crazy, those, like that's entertainment. Yeah. Well, we have gone way over time. That's okay, but we can still rant. I do have a rant. Perfect. Paired. Thought about it today because we missed yesterday, so I was like, I come up with a good rant. So I'm gonna rant about uh, what is it? Bad traffic drivers or road rage? Road rage. So like, I used to have bad road rage. I'm guilty of this as a young man. Like, cut people off, give them the finger, yell, roll down my window, and you know, someone pointed out to me one day. They're like, "You're really ugly when you do that," and I was like, "I'm not ugly." <laughs> and so I stopped. And like, and so now like people like even if I'm like in the right. People will, like, be yelling at me and stuff. I look straight ahead. Like, I don't look at people in traffic. Like, I just look straight ahead. I won't roll down my window. I won't, like, honk, really, unless, like, someone's, like, sitting there. I'll kind of give them a quick honk. So, like, I'm just going to tell you a story. It's kind of a rant kind of a story. So, I had missed my turn, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And so, I signaled into a different lane, and I looked, and this guy hadn't gone yet. Like, the, the, the turning lane was going. Yeah. And so I went in. Well, I guess, like, right as I went in, he must have been, like, on his phone or something. So he looked up and he floored it and he almost rear-ended me, right? So he laid on his horn. Even though he's wrong, like, because he wasn't paying attention, I signaled, did everything right. He laid on his horn for, like, the whole turn, right? And I was like, oh, try this cheese ball driving a Lexus. 
I'm like, here we go, here we go. I'm like, hey, just stay calm. Like, I mean, as soon as anything gets crazy, like my heart rate goes down. Oh yeah. And I calm right down, and I get like this extreme focus because I'm like, I'm prepared, right? Like, you know, as a fighter, like you're able to calm yourself down, focus. So he's honking, but then this guy he starts swerving into me like aggressively, and so like I don't know what it is. A, a car is basically a loading gun. You have to like. You only get to use it, like, part-time. You have to have a parent around. You have to take a course on how to do it. Like, this is a, a lethal weapon. People die all the time, right? But here's the other thing. And people also feel very safe in them. <laughs> Let me tell you from personal experience, you can get into a car quite easily. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's another story. Uh, so, anyways, so this guy, he starts, like, trying to swerve in, and then he cuts me off, slams on his brakes. So then I almost rear-end him. And so, like, then, like, we're driving, he's still, like, honking and giving me the finger and stuff. So then we pull up uh, to the streetlight, and he pulls up next to me, rolls down his window, and, like, I see him yelling. So I calmly, like, roll down my window. And, like, I'm not, like, tooting my own horn, but I ain't a small man. Like, I don't drive a huge car. I just have an SUV. So, like, I probably look, like, somewhat big. And so this guy rolls down the window. He's like, you know where you're effing going? And I said, I look at him, and I was like, well, I was going to the gym, but now I'm going to be following you for the rest of the day. <laughs> and he was like what what do you mean I said well for starters I didn't cut you off I said I signaled I said you were on your phone or you were distracted and you floored it you almost hit me I said then you tried to run me off the road and then you honked at me and then you gave me the finger and then you cut me off and slammed on your brakes I said so for me endangering you you decided to endanger everyone and then yell at me about it and get your blood pressure up. And he's like, you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I'll tell you what, man. I was like, let's just pull over here and let's talk about it. <laughs> and then I deadpanned him for a little bit. And then, like, he had a second guess. So it's like, it's road rage, man. Like, you're not that safe in your vehicle. It's madness. You could run into someone like me or you. And just have a huge problem. And it creates all this mess for no one. Like, you know, just wave, apologize. You know, be polite, be courteous to each other, you know? Like, there's no need to get the blood pressure all worked up. Let's everybody stay calm. So that's kind of my rant slash life lesson story. We got rabbits outside. <laughs> this is, like, so many. You got a lot of wildlife around there. Yeah, it's Victoria, bro. It's well, nice. last week you had a dog slash deer. Mm, yeah, and there was a deer outside my window. I got out of the shower, and we, like, looked at each other, and I was like, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> You're just staring at me like, I was like, dude, you never seen that. You know, like, so, you know, like, what do you I want? Got, Are you a girl, deer, or dog? What I do got a nice package in the mail. Yeah, the rival crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook me stuff. up. I just ordered tons of stuff. Hook me up. Two pairs of gloves. Nice. Bunch of shirts. That's awesome. Bunch of bunch of joggers. Nice. Really? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What'd you, you order? Uh, well, my cousin, actually, he owns a timber framing company, so he builds, like, these, like, crazy houses. It's Huber, I gotta remember, it's in German, it's, like, Huber Oust Timber Frame Housing, and, uh, he sent me a gift certificate, like, a big one, so I got a, bu a bunch of heavy bags, I got a water bag, I got a headhunter bag, I got a couple new sets of gloves, I got, uh, they're sending me my custom gloves pretty soon, they made me a... Like a six hundred dollar or four hundred dollar pair of like twenty ounce sparring gloves with my name on them and stuff, and then like uh, I ordered a bunch of tracksuits, some t-shirts. I got like a bunch of tape and gauze because I got to tape my hands, and then like 
What else did I get? I got a, a double M bag, a speed bag, and a friend of mine's making me a custom uh, uh, board for it too. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, we're upgrading everything, right? I'll give it to everybody at the gym, you know. The is that what you're doing? Is what I'm excited about. Is that what you're doing? Taking it to Zuma? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, where are you gonna hang it in your My undersized house. apartment? <laughs> the boogeyman lives in the basement. He's gonna move out though. I gotta find some roommates or something. Well, just go move in with Kaufman. <laughs> she would have such a hard time with that. Oh, my God. Yeah. She would hate that so much. <laughs> and I would terrorize her. Yeah. Well, do you have a message for anybody? Tim Camelli. If you're a Canadian heavyweight in the boxing scene, man, let's figure it out, man. Like, don't do it to be cool or, like, post pixie posing on Instagram or whatever it is that people do. And don't actually want to fight tough guys. There's a lot of tough guys out there. I'm actually going to set up some sparring with uh, Maladin in Toronto. He's tough. He fought on a show. He knocked out Tim Hague. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind rumbling him because he's tough. I just texted him one day. It's kind of funny. This is like a side note. <laughs> I get distracted a lot. It's uh, I sent him a message one day. I'm like, what's up, dude? Are we going to be friends? This is dude. He's like, yeah, bro. Let's train together. You're a killer. I was like, yeah, so are you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you're a Canadian heavyweight man, like Raymond Audible Wally. Oh, that's a new name. I'm call you out. He's actually the NBA number one contender. I think he's held the Canadian title before. He's a little bit older. He's a big guy. He's uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. They call him. Yeah, it's about six seven. I think. Whoa. Yeah, six seven guy. He's uh, he's a big man. So I think that's going to be a title fight. Uh, pretty soon, fight for the NBA title, maybe. Um, or uh, there's a few. Uh, yeah, Raymond Audible Wally. That's what's up. You think he's ranked number fifth or number three or something like that? Yeah. So, Raymond, calling you out with all due respect. <laughs> and that's ten minutes with the boogeyman. Episode 5, 10 Minutes with the Boogeyman. How's it going, bro? Boogeyman. We got a new hat. I see that. One says Simon Keen. He He wants to learn how to train, so he asked if he could come out and work out with me. I said, yeah, I guess. So I have to help this guy get ready to fight me. So it's the only way it's fair if I train him. Mm. Sounds fair. I'm I'm upset with Simon Keane, actually. Yeah, what does he want? What did he upset you for? We called him out on the Instagram to come on the show to talk, and he hasn't answered us. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Must be too important. I did their radio talk show. I like them French people. They're hilarious. I like them. They called me, like, right away. They sent me a message. They're like, yeah, right away. I even sent him a message back today spoken in fluent French. Do you speak French? Well, no, I read it off Google Translate, but I had to practice it for like 45 minutes. Mm. We like Google Translate. I have that too. You didn't see that on the Instagrams? I did, yeah. Amazing. 
Yeah, I always see this stuff. Hey, look, we can do... Oh, I took a picture. That sucks. <laughs> I'm going to put the headphones in. Cause sometimes my speakers don't work. I'm going to do an Instagram story of me doing an interview. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I, I was reading on the Instagram today that you have been accused of juicing. And we've already gone over this juicing. Yeah. We do the juicing. Yeah, we do. I do. I do all kinds. Of, I've been juicing for years. I do the carrot juice. I do cucumber juice, pineapple juice, orange juice. We juice it all. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's funny because like anywhere else, but like Quebec, like Quebec has like the strictest testing. Like I didn't even know they tested. I got off the plane, they tested me right away. I was like, all right, whatever. I don't matter. Makes sense. It's a world title fight. Exactly. And so I was like, okay. I never fought in a world title. I only fought like twelve rounds in my life. So I was like. All right, whatever. Was it just a pee test? What do you mean no? I was like, it's your people. You're testing. I was like, I don't even know about it. So whatever. It was just a pee test, though? Yeah, just a pee test. Hmm. You can like, fake those. About that shit. So it's like, all right, test this, that. It's fine with me. Test whatever you want. It's all good. So I post a bunch of pictures of me when I was a kid. Hers jacked, 13 years old, and then like six years old, and I have pecs, traps, and arms. So it's like. It's just the way it is, but <laughs> you were lifting weights in the womb. Correct. <laughs> so last night, Luke and I we went to the premiere of Jelena the film. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, we brought you along. What'd you think of the movie? I thought it was amazing. I think it's amazing that I know Jelena. She's a freaking movie star, and I heard Milan. Oh, I like <laughs> Milan is the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Old school. Yeah, he had some great lines in that movie, and they were all sarcastic and mean. Yeah, I love it. That's how. He, that's just him being him. He probably just forgot the cameras were there. And then, uh, then we tried to give Big Brad Switzer, I think that's his last name, a, a hug, and he turned us down. Seven feet tall. He can't hug anyone comfortably. No, he might hurt his back. Sometimes I start drifting off and forget what's, what I'm doing for a second. Oh, yeah, we're going to do the Instagram story of me doing an interview. Yeah. So the, I hope there's no wildlife outside today that can distract you. You have a short attention span. Yeah, short attention span. Here's me doing an interview with the Spice of Life podcast. The Boogeyman. <laughs> Boogeyman, Simon Keen. So the, these people on the Instagrams, do you know who they are that are commenting in French and won't let me read it? Yeah, that's, I wish there was a translation thing on Instagram. There's not, though. So I have to, like, copy and paste it. You know what? I have someone who actually – I have many spies, you know? So it's like I send them the comments, and they get translated for me. And it's like these are, like, like highly visible, high-profile translators. There's some of them are Olympic athletes. Some of them are politicians. Some of them are, like, real estate moguls. And they're all my insiders, and they help me translate this. Those are good people to have on your side. Yeah, I'm a highly powerful, connected to highly powerful people. So now in, in the in the situation of fights, have we zeroed in on Simon Keen? Yeah, me and Simon are going to fight, but, you know, I do the calling out. I'm the boss. I say when you fight me, and it's like, here's the thing. For them to, to put that on a June card is foolish for a lot of reasons one we're not fighting for a world title i'm a world champ so we should be fighting for the belt two one of us should should be fighting for a canadian title 
I honestly, I have a list of guys I think that are like the top guys. I think Dylan Carmen needs to like fight one of us for that belt and like have a real contender. You know, I think Simon is one of the top guys in the country. He's number two. And I just think like that's a real rating. Like I think he, he, sh- he could be easily fighting for a championship. I think him and I should do a big fight and and do it right. You know, like here here's the thing. Like Deontay Wilder just fought Gerald Washington for the WBC title, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like you look at those guys and like very amazing athletes, very great records, and you we could do the same thing up here, you know. Like me and Simon are the two of the top guys in the country. Like, why do it on such short notice? Like, let's do it right. Let's do it when I'm ready. I just fought a championship fight. He fought a guy for 30 seconds. You know, he can do a full training camp. You know, he he's fresh. You know, like I'm still recovering from an eye injury and it's like, you know, I can't even spar for another two weeks. I haven't even been able to spar. So, you know, to get ready for a proper challenge, you know, I need some time. Mm. And, you know, I want to get a fight. I want to get some more experience. And, you know, I'm under contract with KO. And that's why I I made that huge bet, which I'm to. And I was dead serious about that bet. And, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm under contract with KO. I already broke my contract. You know, there was a lot behind it. I, I didn't really know I was breaking it at the time. Uh, to go fight for the world title, you know? And so it's like, uh, I can't burn those bridges. The KO Boxing in Edmonton and the people of Edmonton gave me another chance. They gave me seven, well, they've given me all my fights pretty much. They gave me seven fights. Let me build up my record so I even got that fight. So for me to go and burn that bridge and not fight in June, a fight which I've already agreed to, uh, is, you know, I I don't think that's right, you know, just because somebody calls me out. Like, here's the thing, man, like, I will fight the guy. I would fight him right now. If he's here right now and said, let's fight, like, we're going to fight. But it's like, you know, this is boxing, so we got to do this right, you know? There needs to be some, a proper build-up to a fight like that. Simon's a big dude, too. Yeah, he's my size. He's jacked, big, you know, he's a muscular kid. He's, uh, you know, he was a tryout for the Olympics. He's been boxing a long time. He's got way more experience than I do. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy that I take very seriously, and I have a huge amount of respect. Everyone's like, oh, why are you calling him out? Well, technically, I didn't call him out. He made a, a comment that I couldn't even touch his gloves after the Martell fight and basically called me out and said he wanted a piece of me. So I just said, all right, you want to mention my name? I was like, you know, I'm going to mention your name, and then we're going to figure this out because I don't I don't care about fighting people. That stuff is fun to me, like a boxing match. People are like, oh, you're scared? I'm like, scared of what, in a boxing match? Like, no thing. Like, I've been through crazier stuff in my life than that. Like, to me, boxing is fun. Yeah, is Simon not one of Eric Martel's training partners? Yeah, they're yeah, they're they're like really good friends. I actually like Eric Martel. He's I talked to him quite a bit. He's a very nice guy. He's a solid dude, and he he's a gamer. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a tough guy. He fought um, he fought Lucas Brown, who's probably like one of the scariest people in the world. He is the scariest person in the world. And that right hand, like you gotta fight him with a bat, and you'd still lose. <laughs> he's so big. Yeah, he's about six seven. He just has like a laser right hand, like him and Deontay Wilder's right hand. They just have lead in them, and like they don't just knock guys out. Like they just send you away. Like you're done, retired. Like you can't fight no more. Yeah, they knock you dead. Correct. So, do we have an opponent for June? Then probably not. Mel keeps her cars. I'm sure Mel has somebody, and she doesn't tell me because <laughs> she just she's like that. Because yeah. There's going to be three heavyweights fighting on a car, me, Brad, and uh, Stan. 
And so she'll probably interchange and mix and do this and like, you know, figure it all out. Right. So it's, I'm sure Mel has somebody in mind. I'm sure she's talking to people. That's all she does. I harass Mel all the time, sister Mel. And uh, I'm sure she has somebody lined up. It's just, you know, getting it all sorted. I'm hoping it's Tim Camelli. I would love to fight Tim. Oh my God. Love to fight Tim. So you guys got all the heavyweights that are signed with KO fighting on one card, I believe. Yourself, Brad, and Stan. It'd be great, man. That's like, you know, it takes all three of us to, you know, kind of compete with Jelena. Jelena is such a big draw. Um, you know, really, that we're, you know, and Cam is so talented. It's, but it's, you know, what people are familiar with. Like, Jelena fought out there for so many years and did such a good job and is so well known throughout the city. You know, like, uh, most of us are just kind of getting started out there. So we got to put on good shows, big drama show, you know, like exciting fights. And so, like, you know, when you got three big heavyweights on a card, you know, let's do it, right? Well, you know, at least two out of the three people are getting knocked out. That oh, yeah. two out of three fights knockouts are happening. Oh yeah, that's for sure. No, I, I, I throw as hard as I can. Like I don't care about anything else. Like I literally throw as hard as I can. Like I just like I'm not a good boxer, but I'm gonna fight for sure. You can count on that. <laughs> we we seen that in the last fight. It, it got street real quick. Yeah, we have to get street. Yeah, yeah. So we have a uh, one of your training partners, Dustin Joyson, is going to be coming out to Red Deer June third. Oh, you guys can keep him. <laughs> He's going to be fighting for a heavyweight title. Dustin is good. I'm actually very. Uh, Dustin's one of my main guys. We'll do some boxing. He's not allowed to kick me. He's got some like. Steven Seagal type training where I'm pretty sure he went away to ninja camp as a child and learned some uh, very, uh, very different martial arts. He probably did karate tournaments in the forest. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he's he's very talented fighter. <laughs> underwater training. Yeah, definitely a lot of underwater training. Definitely like high up in the Himalayas with some monks, I think. Yeah, he, he might did... he might even been on that TV show. Yeah, yeah, he's... <laughs> Pretty much a karate kid slash kung fu. Uh, I've I've seen him knock people dead in that gym with a, well, I think it was a spinning back kick or something like that to the face. Woo. He'll do that. Yeah, he likes his kicks. A lot of fan kicks. He's uh, he's a very talented kicker. Yes. Did we get any uh, any response from that gentleman you called out last week? When? Yeah. Uh, this is an older no, older gentleman. Who did I call? It? Oh, um, no, I haven't heard from Raymond, no. No? I didn't really the whole Simon thing kind of came up. I was dealing with that because I was like, you know, like, you can't call me out. So, like, I placed the bet, you know, because that's the only way it would be worth it, worth my time. Like, because here's my thing. Like, I'm a gunslinger. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to, like, kill anyone. I'm just trying to, like, maim you. And so it's like, let's put it all on the line. Like, if you're serious, your management's serious, you think, is that Boogie Child back there? That is Boogie Child back there. Oh. <laughs> oh she, she ran away now. <laughs> yeah, like, here's the thing, man. Like, you're so confident. You want to call me out. Like, put it all online. You want me to burn bridges? Like, because here's the thing, man. If KO drops me, and then I go out to Quebec, and, like, things don't go my way, you know, like, what? then what? You know, like, what are you guys going to do for me? I'll bring me back to fight mother. You know, monster. Like, you guys only bring me out there to fight 12-round monsters, right? And so it's like, which is fine. Like, I enjoy doing it. But 
you know, like I, I want to, I want to be able to actively fight. I don't want to fight every six months. You know, I want to be able to fight all the time. And KO provides me with that opportunity. And like I said, they were good to me. So I said, you know what, man? Yeah, you guys got such a big mouth. I go, why don't you guys bet the house, bet your car? And like, they're like, oh, we, uh, Simon's like, I don't own a house. I was like, no, man, like you don't get it. I want to live in your house. <laughs> and you pay the rent. You pay the rent, man. Like, I want your life, right? Like, obviously, things are good enough for you. You know, like, things are going well for you. Things are hard for me. And, you know, I just want to, you know, know that they're serious. Like, you want to call me out? You think it's like some big joke, man? Like, I, I play for keeps, man. I don't care. So you're still working full time job in construction? Yeah, every day, yeah. Oof. And then you come home, make your shake, get to the gym, get crazy. Yeah, we like it. Like I have like a new routine. Um, I was like, I need to do more training because you know now we're in deep water, right? Like guys like Keen, Carmen, like these guys are no joke, man. They're big heavy hitters. And I want to be ready. Like, I don't, I don't like win a fight like that. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I have that skill level. Like, no, man, like I do not have that skill level. Basically I just win on like heart and determination and like I punch really hard. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I want to like develop these skills. And the only way you do that is by spending hours in the gym. That's it. Like working on something. You know who I talked to yesterday? I talked to Russ Amber yesterday, man. That was a great guy. Yeah. Cool guy. He just finished the Lomachenko's camp. And Russ is crazy because I'm like, this is like one of the biggest guys in boxing right now, working with like Deontay. Like every camp he's in, like is like a champion fighter, right? His gears everywhere. I just ordered a whole bunch of his stuff too. I'm pretty excited. He's hooking me up, and uh, you know, it's he he gave me some cool advice, man. And he just like he was like, man, like old school boxers had it right, you know, like you got to put in the work. That's it, man. It's just time. It's time and like perfecting stuff. You can look at a guy like Lomachenko. It's not because he's doing flashy stuff on the pads or he has the bad path. He's in there working every day. Every day he's working. He's on it. He's on the video. Like, man, like these guys are in there training like sometimes four times a day. How did the Ryan Ford workouts go for you? No, it was too hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's too hard. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't have time, man. Because I, I go to the gym for like two or three hours and I go eat baby food and then I'm going... I'm trying to do these rowing, but I did pick up some of it. Like I do do some of it. He sent me a couple of rowing workouts. I just can't do it every day, right? Like there's probably about three days a week right now where I can get in and like after training, because it is after training. It's about nine ten at night by the time I get in there. And I do about a half an hour, forty five minutes of cardio. Now it's nice out. I can start doing sprints again. It's cool. So outside running on the beach. Enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. West. So the boogie child told me the other day that she needs some more material. She wants to do some more videos. Okay, okay. All right. Well, let me let's organize something tomorrow. Let me brainstorm a little bit. And then uh, it's probably going to have to be in a little bit of French. Ooh, tabernacle. Mm, Calicia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I learned that language when I was a kid, man. I learned, est-ce que je peux aller toilet, s'il vous plaît? And I just leave and then never came back. <laughs> it's, a, it's a difficult language because it's kind of ass backwards to the way we talk, so. Yeah, that's all right. I do everything ass backwards anyway. So. You got something on your mind you want to get off your chest today? Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, i never really been trolled before. And, like, it's, like, now I'm getting, like, massacred. <laughs> and, like, people are so angry. I was, like, why are you so angry? Like, you don't know me. 
you know, and so like I confront all these people because it's hardwired in my DNA to like confront. Like people are like, oh, just ignore it. I was like, why would I ignore it? Like why, why, why would I ignore these trolls? Like I have to because first of all, people are stupid and they troll me, not realizing that all of their information is right there. <laughs> Every picture they do, where they go, what they like to eat. Like I do a full investigate. Like you just offered me up all this information. And now I can just sit there and troll you. And they present these like ludicrous arguments. The like, what I hear the most is like, you talk so much, you call them out and you better walk the walk. I was like, all I do is walk the walk. All I do is fight. I did seven fights in the last year and a bit, you know? And it's like, and I'm like, you don't fight and you're talking on a keyboard. So one of my buddies out there may be like, just like <laughs> uh, full patch, uh, keyboard warrior motorcycles ink vest. So, you know, I just been anybody who talks trash, I just send them that. They're like, no, we're not talking trash. I'm like, well, yeah, you are. Like, you're an internet keyboard warrior. And, you know, it's part of the game. It's part of everything. It's part of life. That's what people do. But it's like, I fully, I fully, like, really absorb what they say because, you know, it helps me process where I'm at in life because by no means would I go on, especially, you know, with your identification is stupid without your identification is cowardly because some people do it without identification and uh you know i go in no way would i be that invested in a person i don't know where i would take the time to write about them yes eat them i'm like what is going on in your life where you have where you feel like you have to do that and so i do a full investigation of all these people and i'll usually go on if it's on instagram i'll usually follow them <laughs> and then like all their photos. <laughs> like I'll go through and like, like the oldest one, like just start like, boom, like, 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 and just show like, you know, then I'm, I'm fresh on their mind. I was like, Hey, like you talk trash and now I know you. <laughs> how many, how many trolls did you have three months ago though? Not that many people are like really supportive of me. It's pretty cool. You know, like, for being a total delinquent, like, you know, nutcase, like, people are, like, pretty invested in, like, seeing me do well. And I like it. You know, it's nice. Like, because every once in a while, it's funny. Like, a guy today, like, he was, like, kind of going back. He's like, Keith is going to kill you and or something like that. And I was like, no, he's not. And, like, we started, like, going back and forth. And then he's like, you know what, man? You're all right. He's like, I just want to say I respect you. And, you know, like, good luck in the fight. We just really want to see this fight happen. I was just egging you on. I was like, well, that's really nice. He's like, come to Quebec. I'll show you around. I was like. That sounds like a setup, but, you know, <laughs> it's, like, nice when people say nice things. I like it. I just, you know, some people just, I don't need to hear this or that. It's just like, hey, man, I hope you have a good day. You know, like, you're a good fighter. You're this. You seem cool. Like, that's nice to hear. I like that. <laughs> well, with as many fans as you're going to get, you're going to get just as many haters. So you're obviously doing something right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the haters are good. But I like turning the haters. Like, I want to make the haters into, like, supporters. Because, you know what? No one should be a hater because there's no point in hating. Like, I don't even hate my opponents. Like, I don't even care, you know, unless I do hate them. But you'd have to do something pretty stupid for me to hate you. And so it's like, you know, like, get all this hate out of your heart, man. Like, let's just, like, let's hype it up because that's fun. Like, I'll talk trash. And, like, especially if you talk trash back, that's so fun because then I can pick apart what you say. Like, I grew up in a football locker room. And it's like, you know, like, let's do it, man. Let's figure it out. Like, let's be competitive. You know, like, say something, man. Like, don't be scared. Who cares? I hope Dylan comes out and starts talking track. Dylan's the fight that I really want. I want that Canadian belt. Like, that's a big fight. 
You know, so it's like I want someone to, and then I would love to fight Keaton for that belt and the WBU. We'll put all the belts on the table, and then we'll do big drama show, big fight like TSN. Like, why are we not talking to you? We have the Spice Life podcast. Why not TSN? Like, why not CBC? Like, why are we not getting more hype around this? Like, you got guys 6'4", 250 pounds, 6'5", 250 <laughs> athletes. Yeah, big guys willing to go out there and punch each other out, and it's exciting. More exciting than curling, and I like curling. Just makes sense. Everything I do makes sense, unless it doesn't. So I've actually got some Dylan Carmen hate mail from some of his fans. That's probably just him. I'm going to have to send them to you because they're funny. Please do. Please do. I don't know. I've seen him on that Big Brother show. He's got like some weird personality traits that I need to like fully investigate. He's, I don't know, he's letting himself go. It's very disappointing to see an athlete who's supposed to be at the top level of cal- caliber like that eating Snickers every day and like getting fat. Makes me sick. I can't watch it. It's gross. No, I only get the clips really that you send me. And then I, <laughs> McWilliams sends me some funny stuff. He's like, look at this. Look at this guy. Brad Switzer too. He's just like, oh my God. And I was like, this guy sucks. I've just had all these, all these people you just mentioned add me on Facebook. So they must, they must listen to the show. Big fans. Big fans. Yeah. So we're ranting on trolls. So if you're a troll out there and you're, and you're, Trolling Adam Braidwood, please do it in English. We don't want to copy and paste. I do. I like the French. Like it's. I, I like, and then I like to see the weird translation because it never translates properly. I like to show because it's like a very. Now we have a varying degree of trolling going on. You know, we have like widespread multicultural. You know, and I like that. Right. I get supporters from Africa. They always say like cool stuff. Like good luck to you forever. <laughs> Not good luck to you in the fight. Or like in life or anything specific, they're like, good luck to you forever. <laughs> I know that guy, and he added me on Facebook, and I get him posting on my stuff every day. Good luck to you forever. I wish you all the luck in the world and stuff like that. Yeah, it's good. Funny guy. So awesome. it's 10 minutes with the boogeyman. The boogeyman wants Simon Keen, yeah. Dylan Carmen. I want to hang out with Campbell Connell, too. Why not? Pretty cool. Well, come to Red Deer. Yeah, I read to you guys. Yeah. And that's 10 Minutes with the Boogeyman. back from mississauga ontario from hunt and go tiger and i called up my buddy the boogeyman how's it going buddy i'm just sitting here with uh cousin mike and the white bengal tiger dylan carmen he's running scared he's in captivity we're gonna release him to whoop his butt yeah we will only release him when he will sign the contract though correct so we have to hold him hostage for a while yeah he's up in the rafters of the boxing gym yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's where he belongs. He's got to cut some weight anyway. Who? He's a big boy right now. Oh, three hundo. Oh, I had to call in some help to get him in the back of the truck. The boogie child. Yeah. The boogie child is like an ant. She's very strong. Yeah, and she somehow flew over to the Big Brother house last night and was stalking people there. Yes. 
Yeah, I had to hunt down Dylan Carmen, the white bangled tiger. <laughs> yeah, I got my cousin Mike hat on. You know, we're on the countdown right now. June 16th is coming. We got the boogeyman hat. There is a boogeyman hat on its way overseas. I'd like to talk about something I'm very passionate about, which is politics. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I get a lot of love from Russia, of all places. I think they like beards over there. If they don't, they're in trouble. Yeah, so I get lots of memes from Russia. You know, I got a couple of fans in particular starting to make videos, post pictures in support of the Boogeyman. And uh, uh, one, of my, uh, one of my favorite people is, uh, is actually has a boogeyman hat on its way and we're hoping to get it there before she goes to Greece. She wants to take the boogeyman to Greece and she's going on vacation. So she's going to bring the boogeyman everywhere because the boogeyman can't leave the island unless he's leaving to fight. So the boogeyman is going to go on a little vacation to Greece and that's pretty exciting. And so, you know, she hates Simon Keen and she says Russia supports the boogeyman. So all of Russia is behind us right now. Putin. And the podcast, obviously, because we're going to start tagging the podcast and everything. She's going to, she's pumping us big in Russia. And, you know, like, uh, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, she hates, she hates Dylan Carmen. She hates Simon Keene. She said, my power is infinite. That was the first message she said. She's, and she sent a picture of her holding me watch or like her, her holding her iPad while she's watching my fight. She says, my power is infinite. And Russia is behind me. <laughs> and she said, I am watching you do battle as the boogeyman. I said, that's freaking awesome. Does this young lady have a name? Yeah, I'll give you her, uh, her thing here. Because she actually posted some pictures of her supporting the boogeyman. Oh. And, you know, she's an attractive lady. She's very cool. She's very nice. She's very respectful. And uh, I think it's amazing that, you know, we made it all the way over to Russia. Her name is Miss Julieta 91. So it's Miss underscore J-U-L-I-E-T-T-A 91. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she's a big supporter of the Boogeyman. I feel, I feel like they've added the podcast on Instagrams. They should, yeah. Like, it should be on there. You start to, yeah, and the first picture you see is Big Heart. At Boogeyman, at Braidwood Boxing. Oh, fantastic. And it's hashtag my champion, June 16th. So they're pumping the, the June 16th card in Russia right now. So that's exciting. I wonder if Putin's going to make the trip to Edmonton. I don't see why he wouldn't. You know, because <laughs> here's the thing, right? So all this talk, politics, anti this, anti that, when it comes down to it, you know, everybody loves the Boogeyman. And so, you know, I think I should bring peace. <laughs> you know, I should be involved in these uh, conflicts somehow because, you know, like the one thing that we know is that both countries like the boogeyman. The only people who don't like the boogeyman is Simon Keen and Dylan Carmen and probably Raymond Adebowale. Yeah, but they like Justin Trudeau. Yeah, they probably do, yeah. And David Whittem likes Justin Trudeau too. Correct. Big, big Trudeau supporter there, I heard. Yes. Yeah. We weren't happy about that. No, no, he was not. You know what I did today? Or do you know what I got yesterday? I got uh, these rival gloves, custom made. See that? It says Adam Braidwood. Yeah. 
Yeah, my cousin sent me $800 in gift certificates to Rival. You know, he's one of my supporters. Uh, Huber Haas Timber Frame. He builds timber frame houses. He does actually a lot of work in Alberta. He's a pretty cool guy. And so they made these gloves. These are like $300 gloves. They're the actual fight gloves, the Guerreras. So you can only get these in 8 and 10 ounces. And they made these in 20 ounces for me. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so when I come out there and spar and hang out with you guys, I can wear these Rival gloves. You know what? We should make a video about this on the Instagram right now. Hopefully it works. Sometimes my speaker doesn't work. So we, we can get you and me on the gram right now. Ooh. Okay. Maybe I'll get my wife to grab my black rival glove from my bag out there. Mm. Yeah, we can do a double video. Okay, so here's what we got here. We're going to start the video. It can only be a minute. So we got Cousin Mike here. We got my new rival gloves, Russ Amber, custom made. You know, a couple hundred bucks. Got Huberos Timber Frame sponsor. We got... Tanner Wilshaw here. Oh, we got, does he even see you right now? What's going on? Oh, there you are. Boom. Yeah. We're probably going to have to redo this video, but probably. that's all right. You know what? Do you know who doesn't need 20-ounce gloves? We got there. They're 20 ounces. Help my sparring partner out. Do you know who doesn't need those? I got like three named, but... Simon Keen. Yes. You know why? It's because he throws muffins. We gave him muffins, and when he spars, he probably wears some MMA gloves or something. Blueberry. In case, you know. Yeah, he's guy throws muffins. We'll give him some MMA gloves for sparring. We're not scared at all. Okay? So we got the rival gloves. We're pumped. You know, hit up Russ Amber, custom made. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the video. That's done now. We can post that. Now we can eat this blueberry muffin here. I don't like, you know what, to be honest with you, I don't like to eat blueberry muffins, really. Ugh. I just like them. And then put them places like you know it's like it's nice to buy blueberry muffins in case somebody wants one i'm not a big carb guy i see you got the gloves yeah i do love these gloves yeah they are great i got the same one i got the 18 ounce i got them in lime green uh like the fluorescent green yeah i got the the red the new bag gloves too nice yeah i'm a big fan of rival you know like i like their stuff it's great well i had their gloves when they first came out and i wasn't a huge fan but the they had like this X thing on. I didn't like it. But now that I've got the new ones, they're fantastic. Yeah, they have like new support system. Like I put on the yeah because I got I tape my hands and stuff and like you know I pretty much self proclaim myself the hardest puncher in Canada. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Who cares? Like you know we'll figure it out if somebody wants to try me. And uh, you know so like I have to tape my hands and put gauze and do all this stuff. I put the gloves on. And they're 18 ounces. That's what I used to hit pads. And, like, I was like, man, I got too much stuff on my hands. Like, these gloves are very supportive. And, like, I'm not even doing this because, like, they don't really give me much. You know, I buy most of my stuff from Rival. I just like it. So, yeah. Dude, he gives, you know, he's cool. Like, he, like that's the guy. He's in Lomachenko's camp, Deontay Wilder's camp. Like, there's a guy from Canada who's, like, doing something with boxing, you know? Now, we have been in talks with Uncle Russ to get him to come on the podcast, but he hasn't responded to me in a couple days. I'll talk to him. You know, he does sometimes take a couple days, though. Like, I'll text him, and it'll be like three or four days. Or, like, I'll send him a DM, and he'll take up. But he will respond. Like, he's good like that. Yeah, he said he was interested in it, but maybe if a, a little message from the boogeyman came across, he would do it. Well, he's going to see this. It's true. He is going to see this. He's going to see it. You know, we're gonna make the video. We're going to tag him in it. And see, you know, he's going to hit you up. Spice of Life podcast, we just want a cup of coffee. We gotta get a cup of coffee, you know. We get upset if there's not enough coffee to go around. You know, I just bought some coffee. 
And, you know, I have it ready for tomorrow for work. I don't sleep very much sometimes, you know, a couple hours here and there. And uh, it's pretty windy outside today. That's okay. You know what I'm upset about? I don't have a Bane mask. Have you seen any of my videos? I have seen your Bane videos. I know where I can get a Bane mask. Walmart. I've tried. Really? Yes. Have, like, the real Bane mask? Yeah, it's a kid's toy, but it's a Bane mask. I'll die. <laughs> I want the real thing. I don't ever take it off. Oh, we might have to make that. Yeah, so we need some sort of somebody with some sort of skills, welding skills mixed with dentistry. And you are on a mission to get a gold grill. Correct. Well, just a couple of teeth. Does these three teeth are fake right here? Oh. And I have to replace those with gold teeth. You don't have dental with your high paying construction job? I don't think it covers gold teeth. We'll look into that. Yeah. Yeah, I need a big gold chain. I'd like to do this immediately. You know, I think there's priorities in life, and I think gold teeth and gold chains are one of them. <laughs> so, it's been a week since we've talked, and there's still no news on a fight for June 16th. No, there will be a fight. You know, we're talking maybe like co-main event or something, I hope. Like, I'd like to do more than four rounds. I'd like to fight a tough guy, make it go a few rounds. I'm pretty excited. And, uh, you know, we're going to get after it. Well, Big Brad Switzer, he's got an opponent. Who's he fighting? I have no idea, but he said it yesterday. Oh. And then yeah. I made a I made a Thug Life meme about him. Mm, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I commented. I wanted to know who his jeweler was and his tailor. <laughs> uh, you know, it's pretty good. You know, Brad actually has been trolling me a little bit. Maybe I'll call up Brad. <laughs> That's my friend. He, he made, I made that box jump video. I jumped like 60 inches or something like that. And then he made a one where he was jumping on a moderately high box. And then he kind of like, you know, like flipped me off. Like, what's up? Like, he didn't actually like flip the bird at me, but like, kind of like, he's like rubbing in my face. He's like, hey, I can do this too. Hey, he jumped and on a cooler. Two box. <laughs> it's a pretty big jump, right? You know, but he's a large man. So that, that, that could have, honestly, it could have been like some sort of like visual technique. Like it could have been really, it could have been like a Volkswagen bug under there. How big that guy is. Yeah, we well, we got him good at the Jelena movie premiere because I freaked him out. Yeah, he didn't want to hug in front of his parents. Weird in my eyes, too serious. My mom would be upset if I didn't accept a hug from somebody wearing a boogeyman hat. I would, yeah. I would expect a hug from your mom. Mom would have given you a hug. My mom is like a very hugging, loving person. She's probably the best mom ever, really. Yeah. yeah. So, so, how much time do you have to waste during the day? <laughs> Man, none. So I get up at about 5.30. I go to work all day. And uh, right now I'm doing concrete forming. And so I do that till about 3.30, 4. And then I usually go buy some hats. I got some hats coming. And then I spend all my money. So, you know, I'm going to go on a rant maybe about that, about how all these people and their responsibilities is annoying me. Aaron tried to lecture me on like how I shouldn't spend my money on hats. So are we ready for the rant yet? You can rant whenever you want. Sarah's trying to tell me that I should save my money in case something bad happens. I said that's a stupid philosophy because what if nothing bad happens? You know, you're planning for something bad when maybe nothing bad will happen. 
So it's like negative thinking on Sarah's part. And then she's trying to tell me that like, that I should save my money. I said, no, I said, I got enough food. And if I need money, I just call one of my friends who has more than enough money. And I say, give me some of your money. And cause you have more than you need. And then they give me money. So it's like, it's fine. And she said, well, what if they don't do that? I said, that's never happened. I said, sometimes I just drive around in my car until it runs out of gas. And I wait to see if someone picks me up, you know, maybe it's a hot chick. And then I got a new girlfriend, you know, that could happen, but not if I'm all responsible. Like Sarah wants me to be. It's annoying. She just started asking Sarah for money. Like, you're not my real mom. You can't tell me what to do. You know? Just ask Sarah for money. Yeah, she got so mad at me. So mad at me. So I have this thing, like, I always tape my hands, and sometimes I forget my tape. And she, she like, loses it. She tries to hide the tape on me, but there's only so many places in the gym. So I'll go in her locker, I'll steal some tape. I'll go in, like, the fight bucket, steal some tape. Well, I guess I stole some really expensive tape. And she came running over, and, like, she doesn't know how to function when she gets mad. So she made this, like, SpongeBob SquarePants face. And, like, like it looked like she ate a whole tree full of lemons. Because she was like, where did you get the tape? Is that your tape? I'm like, you know it's not. I was like, why would you ask me? Like, <laughs> it has all your rights. Like, that war tape, it's, like, $10 a roll. And she was just losing it. I didn't have the heart to tell her that I actually stole the whole roll. She thought I just used some. <laughs> then I had the same tape on the next day. She's like, did you use more? And I was like, man, I got a whole roll at my house, man. Like, I didn't want to tie. I just didn't want to get into it. So I was like, no, it's the same tape from yesterday. And she's like, ew. And like, she just, like, she accepted that explanation. And really, it wasn't a lie. Because it was the same tape from yesterday. It just wasn't the same tape. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like when I'm at work and I get yelled at because sometimes I steal guys' tools and I, you know, I didn't. Well, so this guy came running over. He's like, Adam, you steal my level? And I was like, I didn't really know how to answer it because I did. Like, I 100% stole it and I don't care. And so, like, when he over, I tried to confuse him by, like, diluting my answers. So, like, he wouldn't really understand what was going on. And he was like, He's like, you steal my level? And, like, there's the level sitting right there. And I was like, whoa. So I didn't answer it directly. I was like, I wasn't even using it, which is correct. So I was up on a ladder, and I technically wasn't using it. So he started yelling at this other guy. He's like, where's your partner? Blah, blah, blah. He stole it. And I go, well, it kind of looks like this other guy, my other partner. I was like, it kind of looks like Gillis's, which is also true. But it has nothing to do with why I took it or anything. And so he went storming off, and luckily my partner was – you know, somewhere else. And so then, like, I was like, oh, I better take responsibility for this because sometimes fights break out over this. And But I thought it was pretty funny because they didn't pick up on what I was doing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I beat Sarah in a battle of wits. So, like, they're basically losing to a guy who's a mix between a hockey fighter and a WWF wrestler. Like, I'm basically a hockey goon who happens to box and looks like a WWF wrestler and talks like one. So it's like, if I'm outwitting you, what does that say about you? <laughs> oh, I would guess that Adam Zujak would have been around at this time for Sarah's little SpongeBob SquarePants freak out. What was he doing? Dick, man. Like, so she actually took a picture of it and sent it to Adam. That's how upset she was. She was like, eh! And she was just like, like squawking about it. She's like, ah! You, like she was so like she came over she couldn't even you know when someone's so mad they're like she's like yeah so is that your tape like is it 
your tape? And she's like shaking. I'm like, I was like, Sarah, you know I stole this tape from you. You know it. You know I did. Like, I just couldn't stop laughing, right? And everyone's like laughing at how mad Sarah is. So I gave her like three rolls of tape and I was like, hey, I'm going to order some. And then, like, instead of ordering some, I just sent her pictures of SpongeBob SquarePants sour face, like, all day at work. I just, like, repeatedly texted her that the pictures of that and then the tape that I stole. <laughs> and, you know, not okay. Now, do you think that there's a an option that she might stab you at some point? Uh, Sarah will come up and knee you in the leg, and then when you go to grab it, she'll rear her neck and choke you, and you won't be able to get out of it. I don't, I don't think she's a stabby type but she'll definitely kick you and punch you into oblivion oh, i do have a funny story about sarah it. and it, it results in people laughing at me but that's fine i'm good with that so we were doing uh back when i used to do the the mixed martial arts and i was training at zuma we were doing some chokes on the ground yeah and i was working with big justin shaw mm-hmm and uh, so he couldn't get the choke, so Sarah decides that she's going to show him the choke on me and chokes me unconscious. Wow. I tapped probably 14 times, but she still continued to choke me. Yeah, that's something she would do. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, not nice. Funny. Nice lady, really. You know, like I was going to make, because I have like this anti-Sarah hat, but I was going to make one that said like anti-Sarah like, I'm against Sarah, like, anti-Sarah. <laughs> A-N-T-I, yeah. Yeah. Zuchek supported it 100%. And, you know, we're still in the process. I got a lot of hats. I need a lid sponsorship, really, because I have lots of some ideas for hats. I had to go pick one up in a bit here. It's not ready yet, but that's okay. We have made a phone call. Oh, really? I did make a phone call, yeah. I got, I got, some, I got some digits for something else. Nice, thanks. Yeah. So we're 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 gonna try to figure that out because I think the hats need to keep happening. Yeah, the hats are good, man. Like, you know, I don't need anyone else to talk to because everyone just kind of bails on me. <laughs> and so, like, I got you once a week, but you're not around all the time. Like the other day, I followed this family of raccoons, and I was like, man, I really wish Tanner was there because it was pretty funny. And I tried to get my phone up. <laughs> I was chasing these raccoons on the side of the road, and then I noticed my car wasn't in park, and it was rolling forward. And luckily, I didn't lock the door, and I was like, oh, shit. So I didn't jump back in my car, and then I lost the family of raccoons. And I was like, oh, man, like, I didn't even, because I get to get my phone. Like, I got so excited when I jumped out. I was like, oh, it's a whole family of raccoons. And then I was like, oh, shit, my car's rolling away. Try to go back and get my phone. Like, I didn't really care about stopping the car, but I needed my phone to get on video, and then the family got scared. They ran away. And that was that. But where was this, though? It was on the side of the road. It was on 4th Street. So you literally just pulled over on the side of the road, jumped out, and started chasing a family of raccoons? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I would, I would like to see you go up to the university and start chasing around the bunnies. Yeah, there's a lot of rabbits over there. I don't know. I have no interest in rabbits. They're stupid. Raccoons, on the other hand, are hilarious. They have like in a mask, so they're little bandits. <laughs> they're little bandits. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay good money to see a guy your size jump out of his car as it's rolling and chase raccoons. Yeah, I think a lot of people see me probably just do some weird stuff and like 
not really know what to do. And <laughs> luckily none of them got it on video. But yeah, no, I got excited. I saw the raccoons. And uh, yeah, we're pumped up about that. Do the police ever stop you just because you're doing crazy things? No, they used to more so. Now they're just like, I think they just like kind of like let it go, you know. They know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. The police are nice out here. They, they're, you know, they a couple of them follow my career and like, you know, like they they like to see guys do good, right? And you know, I'm from Victoria now, and so you know, I think they're pretty excited about what's going on. You know, we got lots of good fighters at our gym. Things are going well. You know, we have lots of police who train there and prison guards and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, so we went hunting for Dylan Carmen. We found him. Yeah. Yeah. He's big and fat, but I, I still feel like we need to pursue him. Mm, Yeah. We're going to get that going. We're going to start trolling him. I'm really hoping he responds finally, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting when we get a little dialogue going. Oh, I did call in a favor from another boxing promoter and I did get his, uh, his manager's contact information. Oh, good. So we're going to put a feeler out to the manager for the contact information about when he can come on the show. Because I would like to do 10 minutes with the boogeyman and the white bangle tiger. Yeah, then we'll double cross him and I'll just be there. What's up, dude? Exactly. Double cross. The, the, The double cross switcheroo attack. Double cross, switcheroo, booby trap. <laughs> Works every time. Yeah, well, he would come onto the Skype machine, and there would be a boogeyman hat in his face. Yeah, like, what's up, dude? And then there would probably be a Dylan Carmen hat in his face. Yeah, there would be a Dylan Carmen. That's coming. It's and, coming. And we will pay the boogie child to be on that episode, too. Boogie child, yeah. yeah. The boogie child, you know, she's really the uh, the, the master puppeteer behind all of this she's manipulating all of us to do her bidding and uh you know like we're just kind of pawns in her whole scheme the boogie child's getting some love on your facebook these days yeah yeah a lot of people think it's my daughter and i have to correct i said no no it's tanner's daughter i am childless and uh you know i have to correct them i said no it's my friend's child that is the boogie child and yeah Yeah, she was born out of pure spite for simon keen that's where it came from Correct. It's hatched. Yeah, and now it's transferred over to Dylan Carmen. Yeah, I'm not Dylan Carmen fans right now. No. He's not really representing Canadian boxing, I don't think. See, me, I want to fight every month, and uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Well, every month is a lot of fighting, but if anybody can do it, you can do it. I got nothing else to do. I like it. <laughs> so, at your job right now, are you on tools? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you are. Yeah, I'll, I'll do like a lot of different things. Like, well, I'll build columns. I'll build. Uh, I'll do panels and stuff like that. Like, I was doing the slab today, so it was just kind of like scaffolding and stuff. And yeah, like I haven't done much framing or anything like that. But yeah, no, I run. I run the tools. Like I, you know, I know what I'm doing to for to a small extent. You know. Yeah. You got anything else you want to get off your chest today? Not today, man. We got to get to the gym. I got to hang up my new bags. Get some water bags. And uh, yeah, I've got a busy day. All right, that's ten minutes with the boogeyman.